Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you're seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Zudo Show Podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels, not the shaft. Online at ninjabling.com. All right, let's hit it. Listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. Hey, good morning, everybody. Guy that was a pullback and a push forward. <laughs> it was. Did I tell you I was going to bring it? Yeah, Did I tell you? You brought it. Yeah. It was brought today. <sighs> Falls here, guys. There it is. I don't know oh. if you want to uh, spend 45 minutes talking about that Ooh. or not. Let's not. <laughs> I was so guys, excited. the weather. Huh? How about it? Everybody's in jackets and sweatshirts today. Huh? How about that? I am every day in this studio. It's not, it's not that cold in here today, is it? No. It's pretty uh, warm today. It, it feels like outside in here, which is no. part of the course. I mean. Yeah, we're just dressed appropriately, finally. Finally? Weather appropriate? Yeah, <laughs> it's always cold in here. Who's the one that used to keep a studio very cold? Letterman. Yeah. It was a thing. Yep, you're right. Was it a psychological thing? Uh, or was it just he liked to be... Maybe he was a, a sweater. Yeah, maybe he's just a, a, a sweaty guy, and he's in a suit every day. So he's like, "Well, this is my studio." Yeah, if, he always wears Letterman jacket. Stop it! If I had, yeah. you need it's. Too, we are, <laughs> it's too early for this. We are less than three minutes. <laughs> I enjoyed that one. We are less than three minutes in. <laughs> it, it, it is you okay get two for, for you that. to be in the other room. You know, that. you <laughs> okay. don't have to be in here. <laughs> uh, uh, we I mean, if McCartney his mic eventually, right? Honestly, Moon. Yeah. Dead serious. If you had the the choice, if somebody said to you, "Hey, it's never going to be comfortable. 
Never. Okay. It's either going to be oh, cold very or warm or very cold. Well, what is this? Uh, 1789? Like, I mean, the the fact is it can be comfortable. Well, obviously it can't be. We can't so. control this temperature. I don't temperature. think so. I think that temperature is set and that's it. Yeah, we cannot control the temperature. Oh, right, so right, right, right. It's set. Yeah, I'm not saying it's your guys' fault this time. <laughs> And the, the hell and the, does that even mean? I prefer on the colder side. In the old studio, it was Riz's fault. He would I, would, I, would ice, I would ice everybody out. But here's the thing, though, is that's how pretty much everybody was. Because it, on the days where you would, on your way out of the studio, sneak and go, boop, 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 and bring it up a little bit, the second the second Donnie would come in, bam! It was no. almost like he volleyball spiked yeah, that thing all the way to the ground. Yeah, I would prefer it colder than hotter, of course, because you can... Put things on, but I got you know three jackets that stay in mm. this building mm. Mm. I do too. For, for putting on because it's so cold. Yeah, well, like you need to put on some blubber. That's what you need. <laughs> it's because you're like a whale. It's because you're 112 pounds. That's <laughs> like why. a whale. When you hit puberty, it will change. I guarantee. Uh, we're you. waiting for his voice to drop. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. Have you brought your kids to uh, haunted house yet? Uh, you know, I took my son. I went to Creepy World. Was um, he okay with it? Well, he didn't go Because our, our sons are the same age. Yeah, he didn't go in. He wasn't ready for it. But, but this was a good um, this was a good uh, introduction because I was like, you know, we're going to be outside giving out tickets and that kind of stuff. You should come with me so you mm -hmm. can see. And he's like, that's perfect. That's what he wanted to do. Yeah, my son has been getting at me. Uh, no, not Going, no hey, man, way. I, you know, he, we passed, a, we actually passed the, the billboard for a Creepy World. Yeah, well, Creepy World is huge. It's over an hour long. So if you're going to go, if you're going to introduce him to one, do it on one that's a little bit shorter. Do your research. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah don't throw like him into the deep badass. end immediately is what you're saying. I think that was a perfect way of doing it, what you did. I agree. He was, he was in the lobby, but he didn't go in. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, he, he, gets to, he gets to experience the stuff going on outside right. with yeah. the characters running up to people online. And yeah. Yep. He got to see, I mean, and then, and they come up to people and scare people. The, the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the clown with the horn and the light. Scared the living hell out of all of us. Sorry about that. But it was perfect for him. I, th I think that is the perfect introduction is like, hey, let's go hang out. Yeah, yeah. And then you okay. go and you, you know, well, know, you know what? Know. Oh, dude. King Scott's at the darkness on yeah. Friday. I tomorrow. have the perfect, I have the perfect introduction. Like, I'll, listen, I'm going to take him to Six Flags Fright That's Fest. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, Fright yeah, Fest. Yeah, yeah. Perfect introduction for him. Because there's like, some stuff there. We already got there. the passes for that. I remember as a kid, there's some stuff there that was still pretty kind of scary. I, I have not been to Fright Fest. They have the jump stuff. It's it's very kid like. There's That's no I'm blood. Saying. There's no gore. There's no yeah, none they, of that. They turned that one thing into like haunted Scooby Doo or something, right? Yeah, something like that. Oh, yeah, it's cool. I'll yeah, never forget they was, had they had a haunted house there, and we went through it. And again, it it was nothing scary, nothing gory, but it was a lot of jump scare stuff. Like a lot of people, ah, oh my right, god! Right, right. But the one thing I will never forget, and this is when I was in like fifth grade, we were there. The one thing I will never forget is they had they hired an actor. He was a kid, and his thing was is he would come up to you in line and stare at your face in, in your face and not blink. And this kid, I swear to God, for three minutes didn't blink. Ooh, and I stared at him, and I was like, "Are you gonna blink?" Are you going to blink? <laughs> and it terrified me. And I like to this day, it's still burning. I could sketch that guy. If, 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 if a sketch artist was in here, I could give you an exact replica of what he looked like. And, really? and also, and it's been a while since my kids went, but I, back in the day at least, there was, as far as Six Flags deal is, you could wear something, like a light or something that uh, uh, notified the employees there not to scare you. Like, yeah, I think you they still Oh, I think they around. do that at some of the other haunted houses okay. in the area. Yeah, so, I mean, really? if your kid's a little bit younger, maybe oh. that's a way you can go. Like a heart Riz, condition light. You, yeah, like they won't jump at you if, you know. You doing Fright Fest at Six Flags, you got to do the train. That is by far my favorite thing. With the, the, the normal train or the mine train? The normal train. 
They 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 make it Halloween themed. Oh, that's cool. And like, uh, dude, it's awesome. And I don't I, like I said again. This was when I was in fifth grade. Was the last time I was there. But like, you go and the train stops and somebody comes on and somebody gets kidnapped and like it's all like this. It's crazy, dude. I was just reading. I can't I can't find it. I lost it. I was I was reading it this morning on one of the uh, local news websites. They pick the eight people that are going to go in the coffin mm-hmm. for thirty hours. I think there were forty five thousand people. Wow, that had entered. To be in that little coffin challenge, we have to be inside the coffin for 30 hours at Six Flags, and uh, whoever does it gets uh, 300 bucks. So worth it. It's so ridiculous. Uh, they only picked one person from the area. What? Yeah. Everybody else is uh, from out of town. Really? Uh huh. That's weird. It was like one I person find that from very Arnold. Strange. <clears throat> from Arnold? Is that from Arnold. Hmm. The representative from Arnold, <laughs> and the rest are from like, you know. Uh, up near Chicago, Illinois, uh, Kansas, some of the Tennessee. Okay, I've got it here. You got the list? It's yeah. one person, isn't it? Uh, Brian Johnson from Arnold, Missouri. Representing Arnold, go. Missouri. Brian, you do this right. Oh, okay. he's a he's a wrestler. He's an Brian MM- Johnson. He's an MMWA wrestler whose alter ego is Cayman, <laughs> master of the dark arts. Oh, he's celebrating his birthday on the 13th. And that's why he's going in. Then Keith from Tennessee, Matt from Kansas, Olivia from Naperville, Illinois, oh. Stacy from Thomasboro, Illinois, and Stevie Rogers from Fort Wayne, Indiana. Only one Stevie person Rogers. from the area. That's awesome. It is kind of interesting. They're they're they have like what they do. So Keith is a 25 year Navy vet mm-hmm. who's been in five different iron coffins, aka submarines. Ah. Matt is a Halloween enthusiast who's operated a haunted house for 12 years. Uh, Olivia is a college student attending uh, SLU, who's because she's becoming a medical examiner. Stacy is a licensed funeral director, and Stevie Rogers is a vampire enthusiast. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so they go in on the thirteenth. Uh, when uh, the, 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 the. So that's a Saturday. It says it's... here this weekend. Oh, so wow. I'm assuming, yeah. Okay. Hmm. Well, how about a? <laughs> this is actually kind of funny. What What if you get in the What if you get in the coffin and they're like, "All right, guys, are you ready?" And you're like, "Yeah," and they go, "All right, bury him." <laughs> we forgot this to wasn't mention in the rules. <laughs> no, remember what's What's the rules? You get breaks. Yeah, there's yeah, like six uh, minutes every hour. You get to get out and stretch. You can charge yeah. your phone. Your friends can be there as long as the park is open. Your friends can be there closed. hanging out with you. It's not a closed coffin. Yeah, it's from chest to feet is closed. You can still see your face. You get a massage every thirty minutes and pizza delivered. It's really nice. And the no, grand prize. It, it does say food will be provided. Really? Yeah. You got yes. free dinner? Yeah, turkey legs. Turkey legs, yeah. yeah. Turkey legs and funnel Woo. cake. And a caricature of yourself. And a Powerade. Yeah. And blue Powerade. Sweet. And if you win, you get to keep the coffin. <laughs> get out of here. Yeah. Uh-huh. So those who successfully stay in place for the allotted time will receive $300, two 2019 gold season passes, Ooh. two VIP haunted house passes, and two seats on the Fright Fest Freak Train. And they get to keep their coffins. But only one of them will get that. Correct. The contest will begin at 1 p.m. on Saturday and end at 7 p.m. on Sunday. So if they all make it, then it's just a random drawing. Which really, why wouldn't they? Right. Which they should just give them. If you make it, just give. I mean. There it is. That's the coffin that they'll be staying in. Yeah, I'll bring the kids to. uh, I'm talking about my my, my son is nine. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm thinking some of the other. Haunted houses in the area are a bit too. I think it's too much. I think Creepy World's too much for the first time. So yeah. my my uh, my my first time was Silo X back in the day. Oh damn, yeah, yeah. That's I, where Creepy World is now. He, he, yeah, in Fenton. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Well, That's the new creepy world. Well, yeah, I know, but the Silo X back in the day was right by Wet Willies. Oh. Maybe. Uh, maybe well, they moved it to Fenton where Creepy World is maybe now. Maybe right, yeah, yeah. Well, Silo X was a huge compound. Yeah, we're I mean, talking when I was a kid. Okay. Kid, kid. Yeah. But my, uh, my, she's 17 now, but she was probably, ooh, I'd say 13 for her first one. And that was pushing it? And it was Creepy World. Well, let me, let me play you this. She ended up underneath the car, hiding from the chainsaw guy who chased her out of, of the, uh, the, the park, which I thought was going to end her experience with this uh-huh. whole thing. On the way home, she goes, when are we going again? Oh, wow. Oh, she's like, I mean, every single year. Then then she went to phobias. Then she went to darkness. I mean, she does the tour. She loves it. So I don't know where this is from. There's a haunted car wash somewhere. So I guess during Halloween, this car wash themes okay, I gonna, out. I was going to say, actually haunted? Well, no, it, like- it themes out. Themes out for Halloween. What a great idea. And is it like, as you get your car washed, it's Halloween, or do they like shut it down? And well, make all it a- the workers are dressed like okay. like horror characters. Oh, like there's you. a Michael Myers, there's a Pennywise, Pennywise from it. You know the clown. So a family posted a video of uh, their kids going through this haunted car wash, and well, I mean, it sounds like everybody's having a great time. <laughs> Sounds like everybody's having fun, right? And that's the dad, right? I want to go home. V, there you go. I want to go home. We gotta 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 go home. So how much therapy is that gonna be? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a cool sound. I I, I, I always feel that's bad. That's the sound of sheer terror. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always feel bad, but I laugh my ass off when I see the videos of the parents scaring the kids, like with the masks. There's one where this this guy walks around the corner, and he's got a clown mask on, and he looks at his little kid, and he goes, Hi, Carlos, and the kid takes off like <laughs> he was an Olympic sprinter. I mean, sing <laughs> Yeah, that is a sound right. I mean, this is... This is terror. <laughs> right here. I want to go home. There you go. Right there. That'll do it. And they That'll haven't started it. the wax yet. That'll That's do it. too soon, man. <laughs> there is too soon. I, I remember when I was little in living in North County in Florissant, somebody took their entire house. Like, their entire house. You would go in through the garage, go through their entire house, through the backyard, and come out, and made it a haunted house. It was like $5, and it went to, like, oh, cool. the mission or something. Oh, yeah. And that was, like, the perfect introduction to me because I'm like, this is somebody's house. Like, somebody plays Sega in this house. You know, like, yeah, yeah. I knew. I think, I think I'll take the kids to, because uh, my I, yeah, my daughter's seven. Yeah. And I think the Fright yeah, Fest I, Six Flags is the. That's, that's probably. I wouldn't consider taking her to. No. Uh-uh. I wouldn't take her to Creepy World. But my son saw the sign. And we were driving down 44, and he goes, dude, let's go there. Yeah. I'm like, ah, ah. My son is interested. He was ah. scared. I asked him if he wanted to go, and he's like, no way. And he was not about it. But my daughter, like you said, with the home uh, haunted house in our neighborhood two years ago, somebody turned their garage, just like the garage, you know, put up tarps and different things and yeah. turned it into a haunted house, yeah. and, and she did not handle that well. Yeah, he'll be he'll be tough when he's there. It'll just be the nightmares for the next sure. four weeks. Yeah, yeah he's yeah, just yeah. going to be she staying up. He's going to be wandering around at night. Yep. 
Gone, ah, no, I'm cool, man. It's all right. Can I, can I crawl in bed? <laughs> That's how I was when I first saw... My, my sister was was babysitting me uh, when I first saw Halloween, G, original Halloween. Yeah. And watching it, I was like, ah, that's cool. And then she was like, hey, uh, I'm going to go out. I was probably 10. She was probably 20. She's like, I'm going to go out. Uh, I'll be home before mom and dad get home. And she left. And I just remember the whole night. I was like, I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna die. Tonight's the night I die. This is it. It's over for me. And I was terrified for years. Hmm. All right. Too young. Got it. Yes. Noted. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want no screaming kids at home. No. Uh, I want to talk about the, uh, I think we may have talked about this chick before, uh, the quote-unquote world's hottest grandmother. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you have a picture of her? I can put, put her up, up on the screen. I don't, I don't agree. Um, I don't want to say I don't agree her with Her name this. is Gina Stewart. You know the story? Yeah. Her name is Gina Stewart. She's from Australia, and she got the title of world's hottest grandma. You could uh, look her up at your own. Is she? Own oh, is she though? She's Australia's uh, Pam Anderson, essentially. I mean, she's a nice looking chick. I mean, listen, Pam Anderson could be a grandma too. Jeff, her kids are old enough. So that's the world's hottest grandma. And apparently, she's even too hot for Instagram to handle. Oh boy, she's forty eight years old, by the way. Is she the world's hottest grandma or the world's youngest hottest grandma? That's what I was saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? 48 and a grandma. You're going to put okay. that up against a 65-year-old? How old's uh, Pam Anderson? 50? She's got to be 50. 52, I think. Well, anyway, she... Uh, 51. She got a one-year-old grandchild, but uh, she still posts like these semi-nude and mostly nude photos on social media constantly. Unfortunately for her, a photo she just posted where she was sitting on a chair completely naked with her hair covering a very small portion of her left boob, was too edgy for Instagram guys. And they gave her a warning and removed the photo. Oh, come on. <laughs> now, what was the problem? Those. She's not sure. <laughs> Quote, the guidelines say no nipple, and nipples were not being shown in the picture. Yeah, but, I mean, come on. Wait, that's the photo that got banned? No, no. no. I was say, yeah, like, I, I'll pull it up here. It's a photo of her, like, sitting sideways in a chair. Yeah, I'll pull it up. It's, uh, it's, I think it's one of those things where... Firstly, this is the best thing that could ever happen to her. But the guidelines do say grandmas aren't allowed to be suggestive on yeah, there it is. Too edgy. A lot of side boob. You I mean, I get I, it. I, I bet it's because they think that that is... Oh, yeah. A, a, a fraction of the, uh... Areola? Yeah, the, the prohibited... Oh, look, I mean, look at that, yeah. Part. Oh, yeah, I see. I mean... I see, it's close. It that's I mean, close. I mean, that's not it. High up there. What do you mean it's not it? That's well. If you look at the other photos, that's not the placement. If you know what I'm saying. Oh, oh I don't okay. know. Oh, okay. That's yeah, not it. That's that's bit. that's just her her hair hanging there and weird angle. Uh, but I mean, it's it's it, getting her attention. It could be interpreted because I don't think she does anything else but this. I think she is an Instagram model. No, she. That's a hundred percent correct. Yeah, I and, mean, ton, and tons of people. Again, this is the best thing to ever happen to her. Yes, yeah, she got that Pam Anderson look. If if that's if that's what you're into the. Yeah, you know, what's that? What do they call that? Bottle blonde? Yeah, I mean, is she attractive? Yes. World's hottest grandma? Sure, by default. But I mean, she's forty-eight. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's the world's hottest grandma under the age fifty. How's that? Yeah. yeah. Come on, grandma. Probably under the age fifty-five too, but still. Come on, grandma. Grandma. Oh, in the nudes again. Gam gam. Wait, you're saying you know a hotter grandma that's over fifty-five? I do not. I'm just assuming that there might be one out there. If we had a pageant, well, I'm then saying, they need to start posting nudes on its yeah, Instagram. I've, believe me, I've get I've, to I've, it. The shout grandmas. Out has been... Get to it, grandmas. <laughs> start posting. Gam gam. This is great white chicken chili. Do you know what you should be doing? Mm. Let me show you this. Posting app. nudes. 
<laughs> Have you heard of Instagram? <laughs> Grandma. No nipple or else they'll throw you off, so it's gotta be it's gotta be tasteful. Tasteful yeah. nudity, Grandma. Come on, Grandma. Tasteful. You know. <laughs> so I think that's all this woman does is Instagram stuff. And she listen, she's a yeah. nice looking woman. Yeah. This is my favorite right here. There is an Instagram celebrity, she's from Turkey. And her name is Naz Mila, 26 years old. Again, look her up at your leisure. Two Naz Mila, N A Z M I L A. Put a picture of her up for the for the boys in the oh. for the boys in the band here. Yeah, you got it. Okay. Don't post the picture though. Okay, I almost post just a did. picture. So this is an Instagram celebrity from Turkey, Naz Mila, and she wanted to get to get a tattoo that said, "Only God can judge my mistakes and truths." All right, she's a very good-looking woman. I don't see it, but she's okay. What? What? Okay. What don't you see? You don't like? I mean, is it? Is it that? That's a very good picture of her. If you see other pictures, I I just don't. The picture, the picture of her actually with the tattoo is a, is a nice-looking picture from. Oh yeah, of I, course. But like, I, I mean, like I just, yeah, I just, nice, I think she's a nice-looking woman. Her body is is awesome. She just doesn't do it for me. She don't do it. She don't do it too. So again, she wants to get this tattoo on her body that says. Only God can judge my mistakes and truths, which is a well-known phrase in that country. But she used a pretty crappy translator going from Turkish to English. Oh, no. So she told the tattoo guy to write, quote, I can judge a single God with my wrongs and wrongs. Mm -hmm. And there it is. (laughs) It is down the the right side of her body. First off. Who does that tattoo, period? It is down the whole right side of her body. Dude. It starts just just below her boob and goes all the way down her rib, all the way down her thigh, right above her knee. I can judge a single God not capitalized with my wrongs and wrongs. At least all the words are spelled correctly. Yeah, but how do you even fix that? You don't fix that. All my wrongs. Yeah, you put above it, not wrongs. (laughs) (laughs) Again, she wanted to write. Only God can judge by mistakes and truths. That's not even close. She asked, this is her asking Alexa, like, hey, Alexa, <laughs> translate something and then mm-hmm. print or, something out and that's what you do. You ever said that on Instagram where it's somebody who uh, is, you know, not not typing in English, so they're not in a, you hit the translator, it's kind of the same way. Have you ever so done that on Instagram? It's pretty What's funny. great is, so she, she gets the tattoo, she posts this picture, which it's all sexy and stuff. With the tattoo, it, that's it, freshly done. It does look fake. Does you it? are right there, Jeff. It does look very, Wait, very. Fake. Picture of her and the tattoo guy, the tattoo artist. Uh-uh. I mean, she's got over eight hundred sixty thousand followers on Instagram. I mean, this still looks fake to me. I mean, it does. I mean, like, look, it's I mean, real. Look at from back there. Like, look at. From but that's where a filter. Is. Yeah, the black and white photo is there's no white border around the letters, so maybe that's maybe it's just a filter, like you're saying. <laughs> the tattoo artist's like, I'm gonna be famous with this stupid bra. Well, so she, so she got a picture of this, you know, hipster looking tattoo guy, you know, pointing at his work, which is completely wrong. And they got it's wrong lit and wrong. up, lit up. One person wrote, and this is a Turkish, a Turkish woman. And she puts this, puts this on Instagram. One person writes, both tattoo artist and girl are douches. <laughs> oh, One person wrote, who'd marry her anyway? Look at this disgrace. You'd have to be out of your mind. I guess she was on this matchmaking reality show over there where male contestants 
try to find a bride. I'm thinking like The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. And the show was taken off the air over allegations of contestants having sex for money. <laughs> Man, I feel bad for her. So she has disabled the comments on the uh, on the tattoo posts and has not made any references to the tattoo since. But still has them up. She still has the photos up? No, no, no. I, I don't know. No, she took the photos down. No, just, no, a, just a, so the comments disabled. You could do that. I, I don't know. Let me see. That was she posted that on Instagram. You said, yeah. Let's see. I'm going to Instagram here now. I do feel bad for her. Whatever. Yeah, that's a terrible. No, mistake. that they they gone. <laughs> they gone. That's a terrible mistake. <laughs> see, okay, like her her, her her Instagram photos, legit. Like she looks good. That place oh. where the tattoo doesn't even look good. Yeah, that's a huge tattoo to it's get It's a there. huge tattoo. That's ridiculous. And you don't double check that? <laughs> Maybe bring, a, you know, somebody who speaks English with you just to look at it real quick. Remember the whole measure twice, cut once thing? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Who knows what's happening here? <laughs> yep. Oops. She's, she's also got a tattoo of lips on her butt. That's all right. That's all right. Let me see. Ah, <laughs> uh, Instagram famous, huh? Ah, uh, yeah. Love it. Oh, just lost it. Where'd it go? Love it. Oh, there she is. There you go. On her butt. Okay. You don't uh, think that's a nice looking woman? Dude, she's all right. I'm telling you, the Instagram photos that she posted are great. I mean, because they're all done and they're all like professional and- modeled photos. But like, if you look at a picture of her... She's got a, a, an awesome body, but, I mean, she just looks like a normal chick, not like somebody that's, like, outrageously crazy, super, oh, my God, attractive. Did that butt tattoo say only me? I don't know what it is. No, it's something in, in Turkish. It says only, and then it's got O-L, umlaut, apostrophe, something or another. You ever have Turkish food? Delicious. Um, I think so. Delicious. I mean, I've never delightful. Had. And delightful. <laughs> you ever been in a Turkish prison? Oh not my. delicious. <laughs> Moon, you are correct. It says only me. <laughs> Well, uh, next to lips, tattoos. like it's like it's like like a like a kissy. So um, you like you kiss your own ass? Yeah, yeah. Only oh, me. I'm only gonna kiss my own ass, not yours. Dude, Maybe that's what that means. That's gotta that's be a so Google translate. No way. That's a Google Translate mistake as well. You think so? What else would it say? Dude, only God. I can only God judge uh, wrongs and wrongs. See, like this picture, I don't think is great. Like, think of how far off that is. She looks like a Kardashian. Yeah, I don't know. I just uh, she looks me, like that. Who's the younger one? The one with the lip li- lip liner. Kylie, Kylie Lisa, Kayla, Kendall, Lisa. Kendall, Carla, Carla, <laughs> Linda, Linda, Linda. Kardashian. That's if it. You told Linda. me that was some that's current. It. It's Linda, rapper, Car- Linda like, Kardashian. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I knew it. You know, speaking of uh, phrases that people get wrong, I mean that was a huge mistake that that chick made. Mm-hmm. Now it's permanently on her. But. uh I know I found this list of a bunch of words and phrases that you might be mispronouncing. And if someone corrects you, you look like an idiot. So here are some that that really make you sound dumb, like scapegoat. Do you ever hear somebody say a scapegoat? It's oh, not yeah. that. Oh, it's yeah. scapegoat. Or even worse, ex-scapegoat. Uh, ex-scapegoat? Dude, you, 50% of this population yeah. says escape. Yeah. There's no X in it, guys. Scapegoat. Some people say escapegoat. But a scapegoat is someone who takes the blame. And saying escape goat sounds like you're talking about a loose farm animal. Uh, <laughs> a goat on the lamb? Oh, man. 
I'm, so, I'm, 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 I'm next to Scott. I'm sorry, guys. It's, it's rubbing off. <laughs> that doesn't even dignify anything. You know, these are going Move on, on move on. Oh, moving on. Uh, biding your time. <laughs> biding your time. Some people say biting your time. Mm. I've never even heard that. Biding your time. You know, biding your time and abide my I'm just, time. I'm just biding my time. Never. Really? Never, huh? Never. Just going to wait it out. Yeah. I'm no, I usually just say I'm going to wait it out. Bide means to wait for. <laughs> Saying wait. somebody's biding their time doesn't make any sense. So, so confusing when you say it that way. Uh, play it by ear. Ear. It's a music term. If you play it by ear, you're doing it without reading sheet music. Apparently, some people think it's play it by year. You got to be kidding me. Really? Same people say escape. How about, have you heard pass muster? No, I've never heard I don't think that. I've used it, but I've heard I've heard it used before. I could see that happen. Pass muster, which means you're, you're meeting a certain standard. Yeah. Some people think it's pass mustard. <laughs> Which is something you might do at a table, and and that's, that's what I call often. that's what I call tooting, or or something your digestive system might do after you eat a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, pass mustard. <laughs> Who passed mustard? And and my favorite is moot point. Yeah, spelled M O O T. Moot. Yeah, it usually means uh, something's irrelevant or hypothetical. Some people say mute point, mm -hmm. which is incorrect. And there was also an episode of Friends, apparently, where Joey thought he was saying, uh, it's a moo point. <laughs> you know what he, my, he's an idiot. You know what my favorite is? <laughs> yes. Is nip it in the butt. Oh, that's another one, yeah. It's the bud. Just go ahead and nip it right in the butt. That's, okay. That's wrong. <laughs> that is wrong. That'd be a botany thing, right? Nip it in the bud, yeah. right? Cut it. That's what Cut I was, it so it doesn't grow anymore. Right. I, I would think so, yeah. Yeah, bud. So that's five of my tattoos that are wrong. <laughs> there you go, Scott. Nice redemption. Right. Nice redemption. Right. Right. You, you redeemed yourself. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say what's amazing. No, stop. All right, today's team is member of the day brought to you by Mattress Direct is from East St. Louis, Timothy Cotton. Hey! Tennessee. Tennessee is our yeah, team is member of the day. Uh, he loves the show. He's been listening since 2014, saying mornings without the show or podcast is like going to work without coffee. He loves Jeff's subtle and sarcastic jokes. Seems very smart. He loves when I yell at people. He loves match up with Moon. Uh, he loves every time that Patrico gets butt hurt. When do I get butt hurt? <laughs> I see what you did. See, that there, was that's really good. And he says, quote, I hope this show never ends. Me too. Uh, Just we're only at 10. At 10 so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Timmy C. from East St. Louis is the Team Riz member of the day. Gets a super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Show on 1057 The Point. What a wrestling theme song is this? This is not. No, no, this is. A, this it should is, be. This is way too boring for wrestling. <laughs> this is one of those songs. Well, yeah, it's got one chord. That's why it, it's okay, titled. Now I get it. No, this is. This could be somebody's entrance music. It's, it's titled "Teach a Bro a Guitar Chord." <laughs> yeah, this this is this is some guy that just started though. This this doesn't make it to the WWE. You don't think so? Oh, are you kidding? The little sparkler fireworks just went yeah, off. Yeah, man, He's this is doing uh, his strut Roman down the Reigns. Ramp. Right, not, 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 not nowadays. Now. Back in the day, yep, I see it. 
I see it. But nowadays, but this, this is a guy. This match is scheduled for one fall. Yeah, this is the guy that doesn't have the uh, the name yet. It's you know Brad something. Yeah, he's coming down. He's, he's just got the navy, kicked. the navy tights, and that's it. Yeah, Brad Smith. You know he's losing. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, don't forget about the Red Show Eat and Treat happening on October the 20th, not this Saturday, the following Saturday at the Chesterfield Amphitheater. Man, it's going to be fun. Food trucks, wrestling, live music, treats for the kids, eats for the adults and kids. Tickets are five bucks. Kids under 11 are free. And proceeds benefit Maryville University's Kids Rock Cancer. So I think uh, I think it was Fox Two asked us to uh, send a representative from the show yep. out to uh, do uh, I guess a nine o'clock hit, a nine a.m. hit on the morning show. That's a business lingo. A nine a.m. hit <laughs> with the, the Riz Show. So uh, we'll dispatch uh, Patrico out there on Tuesday morning. Uh, you you've you've said it wrong. You're going to dispatch Beat Shazam's Patrico oh, yeah. out there. Beat Shazam's <laughs> Patrico out to <laughs> out to do Fox Two on Tuesday morning. Now you know what that means. Ah, uh, you're gonna give me a phrase. <laughs> That's the rule. Whenever we do morning shows, whenever we do TV morning shows, you gotta slip something in. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what you have to say. Slip something in. <laughs> oh, no. And you know what? Oh. We're not gonna say it on the air. Oh. We won't say it on the air. We'll tell you off air. Have you already decided something? No. Oh, okay, good. No. Any thoughts, fellas? You don't want to say it on the air? Milky legs. We were talking about that yesterday. What about this one? I don't think I can work that in. I don't think I can do that. <laughs> no, I can give you that in different languages. <laughs> no, I can't say that. Riz, why you even laugh at that, man? You knew that was coming. You knew it. You knew it. He knows comedy when he reads it, Tony. That's why. Stop it. Why did you break him already, man? You knew that that was coming. <laughs> So that one's off the list. No, you can't, you can't say that. No. I don't even think that's basic cable. You can't say that. <laughs> you can't say that on basic cable? No, no, not even basic cable. This is network. <laughs> local network TV, Jeff. No. I don't know. Should we just tell everybody? I'll think of something. No, I think, it, no. You know what we should do? Is this what we'll do? You will not. We will not tell people. Well, because once you're on, I'll put you know. I'll put it on here. You'll tell me, and then once the word is said, they tweet us the word, and we pick a random person to win a prize. What's the prize? I don't know. Something What's the sweet. prize? Something sweet. <laughs> Something sweet. We ain't got no prizes. We're on a budget. I'm sure we have a ton of prizes. We Maybe prizes. a pair of tickets I to know, we got Foo Fighters. Oh, that'll already be over. That'll already be over. <laughs> uh, so book Tuesday, of, Tuesday the, in the 9 o'clock hour. I have that book of uh, uh, free hug coupons. We can give those away <laughs> if you want to do that. You were supposed to by law burn all those. So oh, oh. It's free hugs and, the court free hugs and back rubs. Rid of those. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think over the weekend about a phrase that pays. Something you got to slip into the interview. Mm-hmm. All ninja-like, stealth-like. I'm just going to, right off the bat, they're going to be like, I'm here with Patrico from The Point to talk about uh, eating treats coming up this weekend. (laughs) 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 I'm going to go, milky legs! Anyway, the eating treat event is... uh, Just got to get this out of the way. I just want to say hi to the fellas back in the studio. Horse penis up there. (laughs) (laughs) Merrill University's Kids Rock Cancer. Yes, this all benefits that. 
Uh, and then, so Saturday, so so the 20th is Eat and Treat. And then the following Friday is the live event. We're going to show live at Pops. We have another planning meeting today. It's that's We're soon. getting yeah. down to that's it. soon. So, so we, we are really are doing it. down to it. That's right. It it's actually joke. happening. It's it happening. <laughs> <laughs> I was kidding, guys. <laughs> no, no, Jeff. Sold out. Oh, so, uh, boy. You better bring your end game. Do you think I know we're gonna do we're gonna do a, a week in rage? So Donnie's gonna be part yeah. of the show. Uh, Donnie's week in rage is he? Has he talked to you about it at all? He talked to me about it yesterday. He started going off. I saw the vein, and they stopped. He goes, "I'll just save it." All right. People want to see that. Yeah. Do you think people are gonna be upset when it's just three hours of two SG and that's it? <laughs> no. Two SG to open up the show. And Deep just cuts. every once every once in a while, one of us comes out on stage and goes, "Hey, hey!" hey. And then we leave. Yeah, we're uh, here. I talked to our uh, chef buddy Will Pelly over at Nudo House yesterday. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do a uh, an on stage good or gross. No, we're not. Oh, Last time funny. I ate gross food from Will Pelly, I broke a but rib. Not jelly beans. They're gonna be food items like mystery foods. Mystery foods. This sounds mm. like a horrendous idea. Well, I mean, it's going to be a roll of the dice. <laughs> We're going to have five like containers or five plates, which will have the covers on them. Oh, five cloches. Nice. Is that what you call them? Cloche. It's okay. Cloche. Five cloches. And then two will be, you know, good items, and three will be disgusting. It's the only way you'll do a covered dish at a party is covered it? dish. If right. an actual <laughs> chef does it. So I talked. I talked to Will yesterday. He's all in. He gave me some ideas. So we are. We got. We got a couple couple things covered already. Mm. So it's going to be a fun fun evening. <laughs> Plus, uh, you got Greek fire capping everything off. Sweet party. It is going to be a party. Two yeah. SG opening. Yeah. Greek Can't fire wait. capping the evening off. Yeah. What a. What a magical night it's going to be. That'll be a good time. Magical. And we don't have to stay for Greek fire, right? Yeah, we, we got to. <laughs> Just trying to. We got to. Well, I do want to thank the uh, the uh, the Happy Apple uh, the Happy Apples Company out of Washington, Missouri, who uh, delivered us some delicious candy apple yesterday. Yeah. Or candy apples, caramel apples. And I took them home, took some of them home yesterday, and delicious. Thank you guys very much. You guys tried yours yet? My, my mom ate one, and she said it was absolutely fantastic. It's the Happy Apple Company out of Washington. It's funny because, like, when Pappy's brings in ribs or something, we all go after just start digging through the box. That's what happened yesterday with that box because it was a two-layer box. You remember? Mm-hmm. We're just, like, digging in there. <laughs> so it's a—, it's a I, these, these guys have been around since 1970. They grow. They pack. They dip their own apples from the orchards out there in, in Marthasville, Missouri. And I had the one with the uh, with the peanuts on it. There's this one with just cinnamon, and it's it's great. Yeah, the kids loved them. How about the fact that when he dropped them off yesterday, he goes, "Made this morning." Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So thanks to the Happy Apple Company. I saw one. I didn't grab one, but I saw one with just like it looked like sprinkles on it. Right. There were sprinkles. Yeah, yeah. There was one with like little chocolate, like chocolate chips. Yep. Great idea. Which you know, me and the kids had like a little sampling party yesterday. <laughs> So we each had a little bit of everything. It was great. So thank you guys. The Happy Apple Company. I can't I can't say enough about them. Yeah. And thanks for the apples. Mm-hmm. Great local company. But that's fun to work there. All right, Jeff, emails. Yeah, this is no name on this one, but we talked about the Rock and Roll uh, Hall of Fame nominations and also the snubs yesterday. We had a list of, you know, and then we kind of talked about it. This, this person here has their own list. Yeah, so the nominations came out earlier this week, and the snubs, I think, are almost more fun to talk about yeah. than who's actually nominated. Yeah. You know, a band like Judas Priest. 
you know, they're they're mm-hmm. they're not they haven't been considered. Uh, Jane's Addiction was nominated last year, didn't make it. Not nominated this year. Bands like that. All right, who does this guy think? Slayer. Okay. Now, I, I, unfortunately, I did not verify that these bands are not current, currently I, in, I don't but believe I don't Slayer think is. they are. Okay. Well, I, mean, I think a some... band like Pantera would be in before Slayer. Okay. But... Uh, the Misfits. Oh, again, these are these are pretty influential bands. Very influential. Uh, Alice in Chains. Uh, not before a band like yeah, Soundgarden. Give it a little. 2018 would be the first year of eligibility for Tool. Hey, give it some time. Give it a little. Foreigner. These last two are ones that I didn't know for Foreigner. sure. Foreigner probably yeah. should be. Yeah. Right? Who else? Uh, last one on his list is Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy should be. He's for not sure. in solos? Right. I don't know. Sabbath's in, and that's recent Sabbath. Sabbath is not too long ago. But Ozzy Solo. Oh, it, October 5th, 1999. Ozzy Osbourne nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but he says, no thank you. Hmm. <laughs> that's what it says here. I think he's changed his mind now. He says the institution's nod is, quote, meaningless. Yeah. Oh, I was going <laughs> to say, he actually said, I really appreciate that. Would you like to talk about chemistry? But it came out as nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was that was that was when that was when the Hall of Fame tried to put Sabbath in back in 1999, and he said, "Nope, we don't want it." But Sabbath's in now. Now they're in, so I guess he did take. But a not bit of a turn. Ozzy Solo, yeah. correct? Ozzy Solo should be. Oh wow! This is this is a this is I didn't, didn't even know this. There's a list of of people that said no to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Who said no? I'm, I'm, it's loading right now. I'm Are the 2SG on that? No. <laughs> Stop it. A little early. Okay. You'll g- get your time. Yeah. Let's, uh, see I mean, how, the, let's see how the live event Yeah, goes. the live event's a great starting point. <laughs> let's see how that goes. I think some representatives will be there to talk, <laughs> okay, just yeah. so you know. Uh, it says the Sex Pistols said no. I guess uh, Axl Rose said no. Uh, Sabbath said no. Also says, uh, oh, there was a, the, like pretty much... The band of Sabbath said, like, hey, yeah, we're in. And Ozzy goes, nope, we're out. Yeah, but they wind up doing it and anyway. And they ended up getting in. So, huh. Next. It's cool to say no. Hey, fellas, this is from Kyle. I was just listening to the four-day work week conversation. Jeff mentioned he wouldn't do it if it was two-on, one-off, two-on kind of thing. Uh, one of my first jobs out of college was at a bank where I had to work most or all Saturdays because it was a rotating shift. I volunteered to take all Saturdays if I got a day off every Wednesday. While it was not exactly four on, three off, Saturdays were only half day, and I loved having a day off in the middle of the week. That's See, it's weird having a day off on, like, a Wednesday. Yeah. Because everybody else is working. Right. I would dig that, though. That's why you would? I, that, well, that's one of the main reasons that uh, when I worked at the shoe place and I was a manager, I would request working open to close on Sunday because open was 11, close was 6 o'clock. So you still had, if you, you needed to do something evening. in the morning, you could. You still had the, the evening. And plus, working that day, I got an extra day off sometime in the week. Well, some an economist crunched the numbers and and figured that if if you have a four-day work week instead of the five, so you take the Friday off, so you have Friday, Saturday, and Sunday off, people would be happier working the four out, the four days, therefore getting more work done. 
So even though you lose a day, you'd still yeah. get more work done in those four days. Yeah. And also that first job out of college, getting back to Kyle's point, it's a little more palatable to have a Wednesday off because some of your buddies may not, you know, may still be around. I don't for, care as about far that. as people being, I'm saying, well, you just got done saying everybody else is working. Yeah. Well, when you're 22, 23, not everybody's working on a Wednesday, so you may have somebody to hang Man, with. Man, when you're that old, you got to work seven days a week. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and you volunteer for an eighth. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> Next. Uh, this is Ginger. Hey, guys. Uh, Team Riz member 385 here. Just letting you know that you aren't alone about not understanding how grown adults are incapable of using a toilet. Well, we had an email come out from one of the engineers. I guess somebody's been, uh, I think the words were, a sycamore's worth of toilet paper clogging up the, <laughs> the, the, clogging front, up the, bathroom. the front bathroom here. Yeah. Which, which we've dubbed the Seven Dust bathroom. Mm-hmm. Because the seven dust, like gold records in there. There's a seven dust poster staring at you as you're peeing. God. Uh, I'm a chick that lives with three male roommates, the youngest being 27 years old. And every six weeks or so, I have to send a group text in our group chat to remind everyone to double check when they flush the toilet. Uh, also, you, you do the paperwork afterwards. And, uh, and don't leave any... Butt cheese on oh. the back of the seat. But, oh. oh, butt cheese! Like, you need new that? roommates. What is that? When you say that phrase, you picture a color and a shape. I don't even know what that is. Someone needs a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> butt cheese. Ah, oh. the fact that I know these things about these people I live with deeply disturbs me. <laughs> and they should not be in charge of anything, is what he the said. The youngest is twenty-seven. Yeah. People should know better. Yeah. By 27, listen, I was a slob when I was when I was younger. When I first got my own place at 18, my roommate and I, we lived like slobs. Yeah. And then we realized, wow, if we bring chicks here, <laughs> they're not going to dig the disaster. Did you ever do the thing where you knew somebody was going to come over, especially somebody that, you know, like a female, uh, and you went and just swabbed the toilet real fast? Of course. <laughs> There were times where in college when I would know that that a uh, that a lovely lady was coming over, where if she would have touched my closet door, it would have exploded. Because <laughs> I'm like, mm, everything, in there, everything in there, everything in there, everything in there. Hand to God, our bathroom. I mean, it, there was a roach problem. So it was one of those. Remember the show Joe's Apartment? Yeah. yeah. Were they talking to him? Went the roaches. You know, you turn the lights on and they scatter. Did that? I that lived was in a house like that. Ugh. That was the deal. I remember walking into the bathroom and I didn't turn the light on because I didn't want to see them scatter bare feet crunching. Oh. Oh. When my when my wife and I were dating, she would never come to my place because that yeah. was <laughs> that was that was a condition of my place. But listen, you're young, you don't care. She fought through it, obviously. She, She's still with you. Uh-huh. Uh, Ginger also says see you guys at the live wrist show. All right. Better Sweet. get our Thank act you. together. Next. Uh, this is Robert. Uh, you guys were talking about 91% of Americans listen to the radio. A few years ago, XM radio was a big up-and-coming thing. Well, it was 91% of people get their music from the radio. Yeah. It's impressive. My Radio's qu- not dead. The question is, when XM radio was up-and-coming, were you guys worried? And what do you think now uh, since XM radio has failed? I don't think it's failed. I don't think, it has I think it's found its place with everything else. Right. Yeah. With other media. Yep. Agreed. Listen, I think there was at first, at first it wasn't taken seriously. I can tell you that for a fact because I worked 
I worked there. Right. And for the people here, it was at first, oh, you guys are over with. It's I was, over. I was working for satellite radio and working for a regular radio station at the same time. And the people on terrestrial radio were like, Pfft, look at this idiot wasting his time with the satellite radio stuff. Mm. God, what a joke. Like, okay, whatever. It's fine. And, uh, you know, it's successful. I mean, it's it's got its place. Amongst everything else. Right. The other question is, what would you do if you had the opportunity to be on XM Radio? I, I like it here. Yeah. We're doing our thing live and local. I'm good with this. That's the one thing that satellite radio cannot get you is local. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or a signal under a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> That's AM radio, Jeff. It's also satellite. No, no, satellite for sure. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. At least the, the oh, one yeah. that I used to have years ago. Every time this, uh, uh, there were specific bridges where I was just like, hold your breath. Like, uh, I hope something funny's not coming because yeah. I'm going to lose it for about and six seconds And then the duck here. said. And then there's silence. I have some good friends that are still broadcasting on satellite radio. You know, I've listened. Everybody, everything's got its place. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing that could, that could compare to local radio, which is what yeah. we do. That's what we do. So, Next. Uh, this is Lonnie. What's up, fellas? Happy birthday, Riz. I just wanted to give some follow-up for the guy who has the very, very insecure girlfriend. Oh, you're talking about this guy for the past couple of days. Yeah. So they've been together <laughs> since they were 13. They're 22 now, and everywhere he goes, she's texting saying, who are you sleeping with? Why are you doing mm-hmm. that? That sort of thing. Just, you know, checking up, checking up all the time, making him feel guilty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the boyfriend yeah. realizes that he's in a bad situation. He just can't get out of it. He wants yeah. to, but he can't make himself do it. Uh, so Lonnie says, I actually just got out of a very <clears throat> insecure relationship with my ex-wife. The symptoms were exactly the same. She was always worried about what I was doing, where I was going. I would hear very similar accusations that he was hearing about, um, you know, who you're with and just go F them and all this other stuff. It's a very hard decision to make because you feel like there is no out. I was afraid I would make her her miserable and make her family miserable as well. When I finally made a decision to leave her, uh, I came to her with an open mind, explained that our relationship has ran its course and it's time to leave. Yes, it was hard. Yes, she cried. But the decision opened up a whole new opportunity for me. do it. I am happier than I have ever been. It's been a year now, and we still talk. And she, the ex-wife, has gained some self-confidence because she had to. I, imagine every time you go out, you got to feel guilty. That sucks. And every little thing you do, you question because you think it's going to piss your wife or girlfriend mm-hmm. off. Mm-hmm. Could you live like that? Yeah. It's, it's not good for either of you. No. It's 1 o'clock. I haven't heard from you since 1230. And you know what? And he says it in the email. She wound up better off because of it, too. Right. She was it, it sounds like a toxic relationship. Yeah, she was forced to make improvements on herself. And maybe she doesn't realize what she's doing. And maybe she needs a, you know, a wake-up call. Right. You know, it's, it's one of two things. You're such a good dude that you don't want to hurt her feelings. So you'd rather suffer than have to go through her feelings being hurt. Or <laughs> you're so much of a, of, a, of a puss about it. That you can't bring yourself, you're afraid of what's going to happen. And how much of your guys' time together is wasted disgusting, discussing that stuff as opposed to just being together? You know, how much of their one-on-one time is spent, oh, you were texting me all night. Relationships you know I mean? are, are, are compromise. Everybody knows that. you got to compromise things. But when the, when the scales are so in, in, in so far on her side, or on one person's side, not just saying just her, it could be any relationship. When the scales dip so far into one side, yeah. it sucks. Yeah. It sucks. 
can be any relationship, but it's always the female, uh, of course. obviously, in the relationship. Yes. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, man. Let's break up with her. Next. Yes. One for, more. Good for both of you, right? Uh, hey, guys, uh, hope you hope your show, and I'm writing this real quick. So this has got some grammar because the guy was writing really, really fast. Uh, here's what it boils down to. My child was recently attacked at school. Security cameras caught it on tape. What was seen on the video was worse than what I was described to me. You can clearly see my child sitting in a chair, and another one walks up. Uh, there's a slight conversation. The other child flips mine out of the chair on her back, and he puts her in a chokehold. Or they put her in a chokehold. Just like the old sleeper hold from the WWE, two other students intervene. They start, um, start beating them with a book, at which point my daughter is able to get a swing in before the teacher comes and breaks it all up. Apparently, the teacher that broke it up made him apologize, uh, made them apologize to each other, and then they went about their way. It was never reported any further, nothing. We called the school about it. The school apologized and took some action. I don't know what that action was. The question is, I'm really uh, trying to decide whether or not the cops should be involved. Ooh. As I said earlier, I've already made my choice, but I've heard three from both sides. One individual was even torn because their age clearly stating it has happened outside of the school as well. See, I wonder if she was hurt. Was she was she seriously hurt? Doesn't say. And what and what uh, what are the ages here? How old are they? And it says that there's video. Yeah, there was like surveillance video, surveillance oh. video, that sort of thing. And I don't think I don't know says. if I'd call the cops. It depends on age to me. It also I, depends I, on if she was hurt. Yeah. Now he never does say age. And if it's a one-time thing. And if the cops were called every time there was a fight at my school growing up. Yeah. I don't. Uh, I, I. I mean, I, I. don't necessarily think it depends on if they were hurt or not. But I mean, the, well, the, the school can't handle it. I mean, I guess it can. But I mean, I, I think demand, this person's this person's upset that they weren't made aware that I, it was not. I reported. would demand that. Yeah, I got to find out. Find out how old they are. Yeah. I. You know what? It's really weird. I. It feels like a middle school thing, and I don't know why I'm saying that. And how did he feels, find out if they never told him? Uh, the kid came home, I guess, and said something. Oh, I, so I don't. I don't get video. that at all. I don't understand it. So every time there's a fight, I don't know. Maybe, maybe times are different. I mean, I'm I'm I'm, I'm bringing myself back to mm-hmm. when I was in high school and middle school. There were fights all the time. I mean, it wasn't like my my school wasn't Fight Club. Yeah, right. but it was. What if your son gets his ass kicked by an 18 year old senior year of high school? How <laughs> bad? If he gets his ass kicked, I mean, if you get your ass kicked, you're he, hurt. He, he he got jumped, and it broke his nose. And this happened on the school grounds. Yeah, and so there's, there's and hot- the school didn't discipline. I would think the school at this point would call, would 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 do something. Hmm. Let's say let's say they don't do what you think should be done. Then a serious discussion with the school needs to happen. Regardless, you before have met- I call the police, I'm going to go to the principal. Regardless, you had to take your son to the hospital, incurring bills. What do you do? I don't know. And I don't know if I'm not, I'm not, I wouldn't be one to quick call the cops. I, I got an age-ish that says they're pre-teens. That's yeah, where, I just, that's where I, I just, got the middle school. Middle school. I just, I just. You're quick to call the cops? What? No, I didn't say that. I'm just asking you what you would do. Yeah, I'm not quick to call the cops. I'm quick to talk to the school if about what happened if my, and what disciplinary, disciplinary action. How old is my son? You should know when that this, happens. 17, oh. senior. So my son's a senior. There's another kid that's a senior. They get in a fight. The one, the senior breaks his nose. Let's say he gets jumped. I'm, 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 jumped I'm, by a bunch of kids? 
jumped or like regardless. at lunch, he's talking crap, they're talking crap, they start fighting. No, let's say there's no fight because it sounds like this 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 kid just got jumped, right? That's what it looks like, yeah. Which happens all the time too. That happens as much as is the fight fights. Are you quick to call the cops? No. No. I'm but, not quick to call the cops, but if 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 my but, child is in the hospital after being jumped, I'm calling the cops. In the hospital, yes. Hospitalized. Well, that's what he said. He broke it his nose. It doesn't take much to be hospitalized. Hospitalized, we always like instantly like, oh, my God, the, the kid can't talk. I'm thinking of the machines and beep. Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah. No, oh, my God. No, I'm in a school. Sending someone to the hospital, like, you got a broken knuckle, you're going to the hospital. Yeah, it's got to be a... If there's a fight need, and the kid has I a broken a nose, details. I'm looking for... I, I'm, I'm, looking, I'm looking to call the cops. Yes. I would think that if if there was a nose broken at school because of a because of a fight, the cops would have already been called. Well, yeah, but it's it's up to the school and the person that was hit to to do something. Uh, I need more details. Okay, what else would you like to know? Here's here's a here's a classic response. Ready for this? Don't talk ish, won't get jumped. Got it? Right. Okay. Yeah, only guilty people uh, get jumped. Good God. By the way, the, the the biggest problem with a lot of the the school districts, um, I mean, all over the place, but you know, I've seen it firsthand here in St. Louis, uh, having a lot of family in in schools, is the whole uh, mark that it would leave on the school district when they expel people. So let's say there's a repeat offender and they're four months from graduation, and they jump somebody. You think that school wants that person expelled? No, that's a terrible mark on their on their thing. They will do all they can to minimize well, yeah, the disciplinary yeah. and, and disciplinary. And action. I'm sure it's 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 a number on a paper somewhere showing stats of how many times the cops were called to this particular school. Right, that's right. what I'm saying. You got some jackass superintendent that wants to look good. He's not protecting kids. He's protecting himself. I'm not saying all of them are out there, but I have seen. You know, one they, of were, them in they were saying that was a problem uh, during the the Parkland, Florida, shooting. That the kid who shot up the school should have been disciplined more than he was, but it was the school not wanting to have that mark. Yeah, mm. dude, it's a big deal. It's a big deal to make that top three in the state, all oh, yeah. that kind of stuff. And when you're and, one and it of those... comes and it, and it goes to funding and exactly and like right. That. I, I guess so some kids really get screwed on that. So That's when you're why you need about... to have a conversation as a parent with administrative uh, yeah. officials at the school. You think you as a parent will make a difference? If my kid it's was worth hurt, a shot. If my kid was hurt, and, and by the way, Moon, you are one hundred percent. I'd raise correct. a stink. You're one hundred percent. You don't want me raising that. a stink. You, you can raise a stink, but on on schools not wanting to expel students. Oh, dude. because because I know I know for sure that there were times where a student warranted being expelled, and they were not asked to leave, but it was you have this option, which is like insanity, or you can leave. One of the mm. two. Yeah. And they were like, well, then I'm leaving. And they're like, okay, see ya. And that wasn't an expulsion. Yeah. They left. That's the one yeah. bad thing I will say about the district that I went to, is that they uh, were always after protecting yes, if After knowing all details and talking with administrative uh, officials, and I deemed the cops should have been called, then I'll call the cops myself. Let's have yeah. a conversation, please. Yeah. The superintendents need to remember that if their district's really bad and they have all these issues and then they overcome it, they'll get a movie made after them. Yeah, that's true, too. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the other thing is, I think that there seen, is... Uh, Stand by me. Mm -hmm. I think the oh, other yeah. thing is, isn't there, I don't know if this is 100% true, but don't public schools get paid per student? Oh, I don't know. So, oh, if, you, so know. If, you kick a, uh, if you kick a kid out, then you do you get paid for that by the state? Oh, I don't know. One or two kids is not going to make a difference, is it? So? And the fact know. the cops are called. I don't, I don't know. And Jeff, you said that there's a, that you kept saying him, but it's them, right? It wasn't, people are asking if it was a male student that attacked a female student. We don't necessarily know. It doesn't say, correct? Yeah, correct. Yeah. All right. So. 
Thank you all for your emails. The Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. Hey, uh, on a lighter note, John Patrico is going to be here later on for the Craigslist Freak of the Week. He may be here now. Three brand new ads for you. The final three new ads for the year. And then we get into playoff. Uh, playoff action. We order the bunting. The whole thing. <laughs> the Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right. Welcome back, guys. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. Brought to you by Amco Ranger Termite and Pest Solutions, protecting people and property from pests for over 50 years. I have a concert announcement. Uh-oh. Hear ye, hear ye. Oh, wait, should we get the concert oh, announcement music? No, I thought no. that was it. Hear Scott, ye, hear can we ye. borrow your horns? We're going to use this too much. No. Okay. Thanks, guys, for coming in. Appreciate it. Grab a bagel on the yeah. way out. The Point is very proud to welcome Weezer and Pixies coming to town. Oh, How about that? Pixies, oh. Yeah. March 24th, uh, that's at Enterprise. Tickets start at 25 bucks. Tickets on sale Friday, October the 19th at 10 a.m. Uh, so Pixies, Weezer, yeah. Enterprise Center, March when? 24th. March 24th. Uh, I've never seen... I've never seen the uh, the Pixies. By the way, that's of 2019. Thank you, Jeff. Just so everybody knows. I saw them a gazillion years ago. Fantastic live back then. I don't know. That's that's gotta be that's gotta be one of those uh half arena shows, right? Weezer? Weezer and Pixies? Uh, I have no idea. I mean it definitely yeah, can't like be where they drop the curtain and it's like shh, back yeah, there. I yeah, I mean it definitely can't be full arena. Full full bowl. There's no way it could be full bowl. I not mean, with, with I think both of those bands will sell well. I don't think it'll sell full. Bo- I mean, I don't even think was Metallica the last time they came to Scott Trade Center at at that time. Was that even a sellout? And that was full bowl. Oh, was it a sellout? I, don't, I thought you were oh, asking. If think it was about this: bowl. Pearl Jam. That was a sellout. That was a sellout, but that wasn't full bowl. They cut off. That was just one us. section. They just cut behind the stage. Right. off. That's it. It was pretty much the full thing. With just behind the stage. No, uh, there was behind the stage because he turned around and played to played to people behind the stage. The, on the Pearl Jam show? At the Pearl Jam show. Hmm. I think they sold all around. Really? Because he turned around and played hmm. to the people behind him. I don't remember. And I said, boy, those seats suck. And they turned around and played to him. One song. Hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> all right, so tickets go on sale for that one again, October 19th, 10 a.m. Uh, the death of Vern Troyer has been certified as a suicide. Really? LA uh, County Corner, and it's it's suicide. And I don't I I hate to say in quotes, but he died in April. Alcohol abuse, according to this report that was released just yesterday, April third, he was taken to uh, he was taken from his his house there in Hollywood to the hospital for reported alcohol intoxication. Three weeks later, he was pronounced dead. Following day, autopsy was performed. Cause of death was deferred until a further investigation. They've done that, and now they did. They've determined that he died from sequelae of alcohol intoxication, which is a fancy word for he drank himself to death over the years, and is then he started drinking, and his body just mm. shut down because he knew that his body was reacting to all the alcohol abuse all his entire life, and he kept drinking, and then he died. Well, it's, very it's convoluted to call it that, but yeah. Well, it's like, suicide in quotes. Right. Yeah, that's like saying lung cancer is suicide by cigarette. Yeah, I guess. Oh. Yeah, Alcohol you know, abuse. You know it's bad for you, and you keep smoking. 
Yeah, says it on all the packs. Selena Gomez apparently not doing well right now. Uh, saw this on TMZ. She was hospitalized twice over the past couple of weeks, and then the second time she suffered, quote, an emotional breakdown. Now she's in a mental health facility for treatment. So the problems first came a couple of weeks ago. She was, quote, despondent and emotional over an alarmingly low white blood cell She got count. lupus, doesn't she? She has lupus, yeah. Uh, possibly the side effect of the kidney transplant that she had about a year ago. And then remember, she said she was going to take a break from social media for a little while. So mm-hmm. apparently this is what's going on. She apparently had a, a quote-unquote meltdown, freaked out, tried ripping out her IVs of her arm when she was in the hospital. Uh, so, wow. yeah, so hopefully she's going to get herself together there. So good yeah, listen, as somebody who's got a chronic illness, like yourself, yeah. Jeff. It's tough. It is. And it's you think tough. you're better and you get worse and you're trying everything to to heal yourself. Right. And there's nothing you can do. You're powerless over your own body. And the other thing that sucks for somebody like her who's very much in the spotlight is to look at her, she looks healthy. You know, but everything on her is on the inside, yeah. which makes it suck even more. So uh, divorce is final between Ben Affleck, who's now sober. Jennifer Garner, who's now out there, and she's got, she wants to throw Single, it around. Single, ready to mingle, huh? To throw go. it around. Yep. All over throw the place. Throw it around. Throw it around. That's her, <laughs> hey, her word's not mine. Not true. Uh, yes. <laughs> Three years after the two of them split, uh, she is ready to date again. On a related note, you've probably heard by now that Ben broke up with his Playboy model, that Shauna Sexton. Uh, he says he was just in it just for the sex, basically. He said that? Well, he said it wasn't anything long-term. That was my translation. Oh, wow. Yeah. Did she think that? <laughs> that I don't know. Probably, yeah, because it's not like she's crying foul. Shauna Sexton. So, Shauna Sexton, former Playboy. What does she? What does she look like? I know we've we've seen a picture before. I'm gonna guess she's fairly attractive. Shauna Sexton, huh? Yep. Let's see what she looks like. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. We saw her. Uh, we were looking at a picture of her a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. What well, was uh? Oh wow. Good well, posture, was them leaving a restaurant? Yeah, remember he, he looked like he... Uh, he looked like he had, he had sweatpants on. He looked like garbage. Yeah. I'm, she looked uh, put together. Yeah, there she is. She looks good. He always looks so happy, doesn't he? He always looks pissed, yeah. Ben Affleck. Owen Wilson, ha- oh, Owen Wilson has welcomed his third child. This happened on Tuesday. It's his first girl, so congratulations to him. Since you're looking up uh, females, if you want to look up the latest baby mama for him... V-A-R-U-N-I-E is her first name. Oh, wait. Wow. That was the first wow. name? Wow. Yeah. V-A-N. Wow. 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 This is what he said when he saw the kid. Wow. 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 That's my favorite. Wow. 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 Congratulations, Owen. Wow. Okay. And this name of this this baby mama clearly she's Jeff, from pronounce like, it. Well, she's from Waterloo, Illinois, apparently. Varuni Vogsvirate. <laughs> Is that right? Waterloo's own, huh? Yeah. She gave birth to Lila <laughs> Ar- Aranya Wilson. Thank goodness this guy's oh, last name is Wilson. Uh, gorgeous. Very exotic. Wow. She's from the uh the country of Dam. I don't know if you've heard of that place. Wow. This is this is still Affleck's. Oh my goodness, girlfriend. Oh my goodness, oh, that indeed. Right yeah. <laughs> he forgot her pants in that one. Uh huh. Wow. Right there, even though she was getting in that car. Wow. Uh, she shared her pregnancy on the Instagram photos in June. Uh, Wilson has two sons, Robert and Finn, from previous relationships. Uh, when asked about the baby, the lady said, "Yes." So congratulations <laughs> to her. <laughs> Uh, the new issue of Men's Health, Arnold Schwarzenegger addresses allegations that he groped several women over the past 30 years. 
And he says, look, man, yeah, I did. Uh, quote, looking back, I stepped over the line several times and I was the first one to say, sorry, I feel bad about it and I apologize. When I became governor, I wanted to make sure that no one, including me, ever made this mistake. Guy's 71 years old, he says. That's why we took sexual harassment courses to have a clear understanding from a legal point of view and also from regular behavior point of view, what is accepted and what is not. Hmm. So that's Arnold Schwarzenegger taking a class, trying to figure out what is and what is not good to do. Uh-oh, who's excited? Well, you about- don't you don't touch women without their permission. That's yep. did class you take over. A, wait, did you take a class? Class is over. Uh, when did you take that class? You don't grope women. You don't just kiss them when you want to. What about when you walk by a woman, you can just slap her on nope. the ass? Nope. Gosh, I gotta take. We that could class. we could we could take care of this in about five minutes. Class <laughs> dismissed. You guys need help. <laughs> Anybody excited about James Gunn uh, writing and possibly directing Suicide Squad sure. 2? I loved his uh, Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Yeah. DC fans probably excited about it because the first one, to some, wasn't up to expectations. Who would not be excited about, from that cast, from the Suicide Squad 1 cast, who would not be excited about James Gunn? And remember, he was fired for the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, because of some past tweets. And I would say this person that I'm talking about would also probably not want to work with James Gunn because of past tweets as well. Margot Robbie? No. Will Smith? No. Jared Leto. Oh, Jared Leto. Why? Yes, they're not fans of each other. Another old tweet from him. A former, uh, the former Sweet Life of uh, the Zach and Cody star Dylan Sprouse tweeted that Jared Leto tries to hook up exclusively with female models between the ages of 18 and 25. We talked about that. Remember uh-huh. that? Which, okay. Hey. Gun then, re- then replied uh, to Sprouse's tweet, quote, he starts at 18 on the internet, implying that Leto tries to sleep with girls under the age of 18. Which, of course, illegal statutory rape most states. And Gunn also uh, once made a number of remarks about Jared Leto apparently being a pedophile in a live video on social media, which has been deleted, of course, and he publicly apologized for that. 2012, Gunn tweeted, quote, driving home from Vegas, trading stories about what a D Jared Leto is. He later uh, deleted that tweet as well. So I would think Jared Leto probably wouldn't want to work with James Gunn. Uh, James Gunn uh, should probably just not have social media. And neither one of these guys has has commented about this particular He just should probably not. He's a hell of a director. He just probably should not. They take all social medias away from him. He just should not. Anything that has a keyboard should be immediately taken away from him. He cannot play the piano, nothing, MySpace. MySpace, the whole thing. Here you go, James. Here's your jitterbug phone. This is for your own good. (laughs) That's mine. Put that back. (laughs) Jitterbug phone. Anybody watch South Park last night? I did not. I plan on it, though. Do you want the spoiler alert or not? Sure. So last night, I think they might have taken a shot at The Simpsons. Mr. Hankey is being banned from town and sent to a place that accepts racists. And this is what it sounds like. Today, South Park says goodbye to Mr. Hankey. The longtime union of this town and the holiday figure is over for good. Just remember, Mr. Hanky's a piece of poo. So with a hat on. With a, <laughs> what a piece with of a, poo. Can't does he wear have a, a scarf? Hat? Does he have a scarf too? A hat uh, and scarf. Let's see, Mr. Hanky. I believe he's got a hat and scarf. Mr. Hanky scarf. No, no scarf. Just the hat. Did he? Maybe at one time he wore a scarf. Uh, maybe it's a maybe picture from June out. or July. Yeah, I'm sure knows, when it's windy. Here yeah. is over for good. We should all feel pretty great about ourselves. Give ourselves a little nice pat on the back. As we as a society continue to try and sweep away all the poop. 
Where will he go? He'll have to find a place that accepts racist, awful beings like him. There are still places out there who don't care about bigotry and hate. My friend, please rest your weary feet and make yourself at home here. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's a knock of the Simpsons. That is sure. a maybe. That is a <laughs> shots fired. Not very uh, subtle at all. No, that is not subtle. <laughs> yeah, season one, episode nine, officially known as Mr. Hanky the Christmas Poo. Mr. Hanky the, the Christmas, Christmas Poo. Wow, yeah, that's a. You think South Park cares what I would imagine? Think probably not. And you know what? Speaking of the Simpsons, thirty seasons in on this thing, and they're still like Middle America, right? Like blue collar Middle yeah. America. Don't have a bunch of money. Not poor. That Simpsons? sort of thing. Yeah, Simpsons. as a family. Yes, as a family. Typical middle class existence. They could be easily the richest family, the most wealthy family on earth. They've had the opportunities, and a website went through all 29 seasons, uh, tallied all the money the Simpsons could have made. You mean like if it weren't for a family member losing it? Correct. In an episode? It it came to $350 billion. What? (laughs) Homer's responsible for most of it at $333 billion, uh, and he started messing things up in episode one when he lost out on a $12,000 Christmas bonus. He also lost $10 million by selling his dog's puppies. Yeah, I was just going to say, wasn't it? Who went on to win $10 million in dog races. Yeah, I remember that. (laughs) Santa's a little helper. Santa's a little helper. Gosh. Uh, Tomeco? Is that how you pronounce it? Oh, the hybrid uh, tobacco tomato plant. Yeah. $150 million he could have had if he'd have kept the rights to that, but he, tobacco. Sold, he sold the rights. <laughs> remember that episode? No, I don't think I've seen that. Yeah, everybody got addicted to it. It was like t- he cross-pollinated tobacco plant with a, with a tomato plant. And you just had to keep eating because you were addicted to the uh-huh. tobacco. <laughs> That's funny. <sighs> Bart is second, costing the family $16 billion, followed by uh, Abe, Homer's dad, who cost them close to $105 million. Lisa, twelve point four. And uh, Marge has done the least damage at $2 million. Uh, What streaming service is now 10 years old? Spotify. Nope. Pandora. Okay. (laughs) Sorry, Tones. I apologize. Uh, In honor of that, they released a list of their most streamed artists and songs. So let's start with the artists first. Who do you think? I have the top 10. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, not in the top 10. Uh, Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah. Taylor Swift or Adele. No, she's not on Spotify, is she? She just uh, yeah, gets. Yeah, oh, she just well, got she's not in the top ten, and maybe I guess that's why. No, Taylor Swift takes her stuff on, like puts it on and off. Mm. No, like she she'll, just, she'll, she'll, she'll take her stuff. She off. was off for a long time. She just but recently she was, came on there, but, but she took it off and then, and then rested, did an, and an ex- then an exclusive with him. Yeah, but I mean, it was it was probably five years ago. Taylor Swift, no Taylor Swift music was on Spotify. Period. The Beatles. Nope. This is all. This is all newer people, man. Uh, Number so ten, Lady Gaga, Ariana Grande. Calvin Harris. Post Malone has a lot. Number eight is Justin Bieber. Number seven is Coldplay. Oh, yeah. Remember Drake? They were like just infecting playlists. Yeah. Number six is Kanye West. Number five, Rihanna. Number four, The Weeknd. Number three, Eminem. Number two, Edward Sheeran. And And number number one one is... Risha, do you love me? Are you writing? Say you never ever leave from beside me. I want you, and I need you. What song is this? In my feelings. Is this in my feelings? Yep. This is right from my Spotify. They, with that Drake thing, they essentially did what U2 did with uh, iTunes, but didn't have the backlash. 
Oh, no, there was backlash. Not as oh, much backlash, but there like was. That. People are still making YouTube jokes about that thing. Well, that's when, because when they YouTube, put it on your phone. When YouTube put their record on, on your phone, you even asked for it. Well, but, I mean, record. come on. YouTube, they needed the publicity uh-huh. and the money, obviously. Uh, top 10 most streamed songs. Number 10, uh, Don't Let Me Down, The Chainsmokers. Don't let me down. Nope, that's not it. Don't let me down. <laughs> you are old and white. <laughs> Nine, Sorry by Justin Bieber. Number eight, Love Yourself by Justin Bieber. Uh, Justin Bieber and, uh, and Fonzie and uh, Daddy Yankee, Despacito. Uh, how much uh, credence is on the uh, on the top 10? Just just out of the top 10. <laughs> uh, Lean On, Major Lazer and DJ Snake. Yep, great song. Thinking Out Loud by Edward Sheeran. Lean on. I don't know that Lean song. Lean on yeah. me. No. The, God, you the, the oldest white people song. ever. And I'll be your friend. See? You got it. Rockstar by Post Malone featuring 21 Savage. Uh, number three, Closer by the Chainsmokers and Halsey. Number one, Here One Dance go. by Drock Hay. Oh, we're only going to play oh, the sorry, game? Sorry, number two, One Dance by Drock Hay. And number one. Here's number one. Here we go. Dude, if this is not Super Tramp, I'm going to be pissed. Then you're going to be pissed. <laughs> I'm in love with the shape of you. We push and pull like a magnet Although my heart is falling too. I know this one. I'm in love with your body. And Sheeran, right? Night you Look at you, man. Yeah, man. Myself. Woo. Well done. Look at you. <laughs> Thanks for letting me tap into your Spotify for that, Riz. You got it. Crabby Birthdays, Cardi B, 26, uh, Emily Deschanel. And the only reason I'm mentioning this is to be Dr. Temperance Brennan on MASH. Bones. Oh, she is bones. 42. All new Bones. Luke Perry, 52. Uh, Joan Cusack is 56. Steve Young, quarterback, retired, 57. And today's Burton Birthday of the Day. He is one of the rare instances where he personally doesn't get the mother effing treatment, but collectively they do. You make my dreams. Private eyes. Uh, Man eater. Hall and mother effing oats. Daryl Hall from Hall and mother effing oats is 72 years young. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet. looks great, by the way, for 72. I agree. Uh, Where fun and fantasy meet is Brianna Blaze. And today's birthday girl has waved in more dudes than a third base coach in 49 fine films, including Feeding Frenzy, Volume 3, Inch Freaks, Volume 2. Who's Your Daddy, Volume 3, in a movie called 12 on 1, also in Can You Be a Porn Star, Volume 7, and who can forget her unforgettable role in Seriously, Who Wants to Marry Me? Brianna Blaze, 34 years old. That's your porno birthday, your crappy birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities. All right, thank you, Tony. You're listening to The Riz Show on 105.7 The Point. Hey, look who's here, guys. John Patrico's here. John. Nice to see you, too. John's here for the Craigslist Freak of the Week, which uh, three brand new ads for you, and this is it for the year. That's what I heard last night. I thought, really? That's all, huh? Last hmm. three ads, last three new ads of the year, and then we get yeah. into the layoffs. The worst we got the, of the worst. We got the bunting. <laughs> We're going to put up. I uh, sent a text to Nico Smith. Oh, he's going to do the anthem? Do an an- well, last time, <laughs> he has yet to reply, but every year I send him a, a tweet. To ask him to come in. So far, he has not. Boy, it would be great if we had somebody come to sing the anthem live. <laughs> I can make that happen. Oh, you can? You know people? Sure. Do you know anybody that could sing? You know what I can do? Anybody. You know who I can reach out to? Who? Charles Glenn. <laughs> yeah, but if he knows, it's a religious man. That's a religious man, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, 
Well, I mean, if he knows what all this stuff is. It's fun and games. He does always point up after he's done. Yeah, but Unless I mean, if we just family, say, hey, he's man. He's got family we... in the 300 section. Maybe that's <laughs> that's it. Point. That's it. I mean, I can always ask him. Sure. I can also get James Bertles. He's He does the anthem a bunch. I can uh-huh. have him do it. He can come in and do it. <laughs> hey, ready for the live show on uh, the uh, 26th? I don't know. Am I? <laughs> oh, that's the same I told thing. you, this is every, the this is all the time. we say to him. Oh, we man. say the exact same thing. I don't know. Riz, what, I told you this earlier this week. The man right. just wants to know what he's doing. You're oh, being and there. I told you're him, there. You're, you're, you're coming. Uh, you're well, on the dais. I'm just saying. That's, just I just come be John. Like, I don't like any surprises. You're on no, the dais, no John. Surprises. Really? So no. I just get to walk around VIP? Huh? Is that what it is? No, yeah. you're on stage. You're part of the show. Oh. I mean, you're you're part of the panel. Yeah. Okay. There's going to be different things throughout the evening. I just don't know why I just never trust you. I just want him with a microphone at all times. I just really don't. <laughs> I, don't I just want him with a microphone at all times. I have one of them kinds that come around the face. If you want that, like, like a like, walk around, a headset. like a sports broadcaster, yeah, we'll go. get it. For I you. think That's I want him want. with a mi- I want him yeah, mic'd yeah. up at all times. For what reason? <laughs> for this reason. <laughs> for this very reason. You know that reason. I just want to go to John if I have to. There you go. Now going live, John. Thoughts? He'll go. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Let's do a you, you know drinking game and Uber, oh, man. Uber now, drivers are gonna be like, yeah, woo, say, yeah, keep that up. Pops does not have enough booze. <laughs> oh, we'll get you drunk. You want to get oh, drunk? On a, all right, Let's we'll get you drunk this. on a yeah. on a Friday night at Pops. All right. Guarantee my son's driving me then. All right, John's here. Craigslist Freak of the Week coming up in uh, in just a bit. Right now, let's uh, let's do some news. Oh yeah, we're gonna do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. So this is pretty big news if you have kids in the Ferguson Florissant School District. Any of us do? I don't. I don't think know about so. Mode. I haven't checked in a while. Nope. No, none. Uh, last night, the school board voted on a new redistricting plan. I guess this has been a long-going process. So after, uh, after discussion, a lot of disagreement, the board decided on option number two, which means McClure and McClure North will continue as traditional high schools, and McClure South Berkeley will become a STEAM-based high school, meaning it's going to have curriculum focused on uh, science, technology, and arts, and math. So it's almost like a trade high school? Is that is that what this is? Kind of seems like it. I don't know what a STEAM high school is. Uh, I think it's a, a school that uh, the, the curriculum is focusing on, like, science and technology. Thank you, Jeff. I just said that. That's why you're here, buddy. Yes. <laughs> you got it, Jeff. Thanks, I'm so glad that you cleared that Good thing you're around. <laughs> I could have done that. They're also going to close a vote elementary school. And at one point during this meeting... Some uh, board members wanted to table the discussion to a different meeting, but other board members were like, "Hey, let's just do this. This is the time to make a decision." So I'm so I'm guessing a steam school is just pretty much just like a regular school, except for there's no literature, there's no English, uh, there's no arts. No, this is science, technology, and arts. No, and math. Yeah, the A and this, this is for arts. No, this says literally. science, technology, engineering, and math. That's what STEAM stands for. Science, technology, engineering, and math. Huh. Hmm. All right. So they hate art is what you're saying. <laughs> I guess so. No English. <laughs> so I'm, so that's what I'm gathering, Jeff. Yeah. Jerks. Uh, where were you uh, yesterday, Jeff? 3.30? Uh, 
your whereabouts. Can I write it down? I was going to say, you don't. (laughs) Whisper it to me. Is there a wrong answer? Yes. Uh, The O'Fallon, Illinois Police Department uh, investigating an incident where, uh, in all seriousness, this is creepy. Uh, Two female students were hounded by a guy in a car. And cops got a call from a school district principal who said the girls were walking near Shadow Ridge Crossing and East Wesley Drive. It's around 3.30 yesterday afternoon. A guy in a car made a hand gesture for the girls to come to his vehicle. And the two girls ran and told their parents. And the police canvassed the area but did not find anyone. And they said the man in question is a heavyset white guy in his 40s, has, a red, uh, has red hair, was driving an older model gray Honda SUV. He was last seen wearing a lime green shirt. If you've seen the car, seen the guy, call the Eagle Fallon, Illinois Police Department. Lime green shirt, that's usually indicative of some sort of uh, worker. Construction right? worker. Yeah. Oh, like a safety green? Like mm-hmm. they were right. talking about I mean, like that? Yeah. I mean, not necessarily, but that's no, but what I'm just you will that, see. That or right. orange is usually. Hmm. Hey, remember yesterday we told you about the guy who carjacked the pregnant Amazon delivery driver on the Central West End? Uh, she was delivering packages, and, and then this guy jumped into her van. She tried to stop him. And he wound up dragging her uh, along by, I guess she was hanging on to the door. She's all right. Well, the, uh, the St. Louis County Prosecuting Attorney's Office charged 34-year-old Corey Johnson with resisting arrest, with detention, and fleeing. And he's got a $30,000 cash-only bond. Do you see that story, John? Uh-huh. I was going to say, I didn't know, too, that the, all the vehicles are equipped with uh, cameras. Oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah, it said that on the news last night. So he was being videoed the entire time. He As was he was driving? driving? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, and they have those vans that are, don't have any markings on them. Right. On purpose, because they don't want people knowing there's Amazon packages in there. Right. Hmm. Imagine the monetary value of what's inside one of those things, if it's even half full. A uh, kid brought a gun to Riverview High School yesterday. Around uh, 1245, a gun was found inside a small bag a kid brought to school. The kid was taken into custody without a problem and taken to the St. Louis County Juvenile uh, Justice Center. School district says the kid said the gun was not brought to the school with the intention of hurting anyone. But that was, I guess, parents got a letter yesterday about this. At least two people are dead after Hurricane Michael made landfall in Florida as a Category 4 storm yesterday. Winds of 155 miles an hour, flooded streets. The videos coming out of there are incredible. The, Roofs being blown off. I mean, the houses are just being picked up and thrown down the street. It's it's insane to see some of these videos. And Michael is the strongest storm since Hurricane Camille in 1969 and the third most powerful on record to hit the U.S. Damn. The first reported victim died in a debris-related accident in Greensboro. The second death was a kid from Lake Seminole, Georgia. I guess he was visiting a house in Florida when a tree fell on the property. And Florida's governor said that Hurricane Michael is the worst storm the Florida Panhandle has ever seen. What? Uh, I mean, are we are we getting more and more excessive hurricanes lately? I don't remember them this much back in the day. I, I don't know. Is it? Or is you may it have just, just not heard about them as much. Yeah. Yeah, is that what know. it is? It's just not. Well, they're saying that this is the seen so i mean like this is that's well, a note. In, in that area third yeah, worst right. in the country's history yeah. i just i mean every two three weeks you hear another hurricane coming in well the water they're saying is unseasonably warm yeah 
My mom and dad have a, my mom has a friend that's staying right there was in Destin oh, yeah. on vacation. On vacation. And luckily they knew somebody that has a house that they're selling that was more inland that basically so now their vacation, their Florida vacation has now turned into them staying in a completely empty house but luckily has utilities oh. turned on because they I mean where they were staying but was they, like Right, they had told them. Right there. Okay. You can stay here, but the storm's coming. It was, I guess, a hotel or whatever. But, you know, huh. I mean, what a vacation. They've been saying for a couple <laughs> decades with the planet warming. like With the, the warmer the, water, the, it's going to happen. The climate changing, like one of the first things that's going to be noticeable is Spinning more, up hurricanes. more and bigger hurricanes. You ever you ever look up the origins of of hurricanes? Fascinating. Mm-hmm. How they could sometimes, sometimes start as like, you know, a butterfly farting in, in Africa. And with the right conditions... It churns up a, a hurricane in the Atlantic. Wow. Damn butterflies. That's Yo, crazy. Yo, gust of wind somewhere in Africa, and this thing spins up. I mean, it makes you wonder, why would you want to stay down there? I don't, you know, if it's constantly coming, like, you know, that Miami, uh, you know, the coast right there at the coast. I mean, I don't know. Beachfront property. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. But if you have this fear all the time, I don't, I don't know if I could live like that. I mean, we got it here with tornadoes. Well, people could say, "How could you live in the Midwest with all the tornadoes?" Or well, California with but, earthquakes. You know, yeah, go know. go look go look up how many uh, tornadoes hit hit the Midwest, this the tornado alley here uh, a year. It's pretty astounding and fr- frightening if you're an East Coaster and you're like, "Geez, man, you got well, I remember my first hitting. my first time seeing the sky green, and you go, "Huh." I've never seen this color. Come on, die. Is that supposed to be me like and my, that? Me and my wife inflated an aerobed and put on helmets and sat. <laughs> Hey, uh, real quick, kidding, real quick, going back to the uh, McClure South Berkeley becoming a steam school. Uh-huh. So there's a couple different reports. Like uh, the Post Dispatch says that it's going to be a steam school, not a STEM school. Other places are saying it's going to be a STEM school. So if it is steam, that is arts. STEM is minus the arts. But there's two different conflicting reports mm. that are going around right now. So, well, that's good. So, <laughs> may, maybe arts may not be arts. I mean, Who we, knows? You got to teach them the arts. We got that hill uh-huh. down in Forest Park that has the arts on it uh-huh. and all that. You know? <laughs> just about a thousand tornadoes. <laughs> just about a thousand tornadoes hit the United States every year. Uh, vast majority in the in Tornado Alley. Hmm. Oh. Uh, by the way, uh, by eleven o'clock last night, this Hurricane Michael was weakening. However, it's still a hurricane. With 75-mile-an-hour winds as it crosses into central Georgia. And you got more than 375,000 Gulf Coast people urged to leave the area, but many opted to stay. But just like the people up there in the Carolinas, they just got hit. It's heading that way, too. Mm-hmm. It's heading that way? Yeah. Well, up through Georgia, through, and it's going to be geez. a lot of rain. You know, I mean, it's not damaging, but it's going to be a lot of rain. A lot of rain. Through. They're saying up to a foot of rain in some areas. I'd imagine there's a ton of people without power, too, right? I don't know if you mentioned yeah. Did you mention that? I don't know if you did or not, but I can only imagine. Did you see no power? Did you see the weather radar um, where they're saying satellite images of the hurricane made it look like there was a skull in the center? Really? Oh, yeah, dude. I saw that. Look that up. Awesome looking. So satellite images from the hurricane, there was a skull in the center of it. Like, seriously, it looks like a oh demon skull gosh. with flaming red eyes. Look at that. Yeah, it's cool looking. I mean, of course, it's not really a skull in there, but it's just a coincidence. Or is it? On how the colors looked For on the map. But... Wow. It's a really cool, that like, is... video game logo. That? Yeah. Now, no, that's not the one that I saw. But oh, that's yeah, I saw really... a different one. That that's, is cool. That looks like Doom. Yeah, that's scary, too. That's, I mean, that's... <laughs> 
that's pretty much that's it. But they just cut everything else out. This is the one that you probably saw. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's the same thing. No, that's not the one that I saw. Then you saw something different. That <laughs> oh, that's not, not that's not Hurricane Michael, is it? That's it. Look up Hurricane Michael. Yeah, that's, that, that's, that's, that's that's Haiti. Yeah, well, that's Port au Prince. Oh, this is this is when I just typed in Hurricane Skull weather map. That's what popped up. Put in Hurricane Michael. Yeah, Michael. Michael. Yeah, I'd never seen that one before. That one's really cool. <laughs> that is too. pretty cool. But that's like very 1991 video game. The new one's a little bit more 2018 video game. That thing. Yeah. That's a, yeah. That's that almost oh, the other like, one looks way more like a skull, but yeah, that's terrifying too. It's like a creepy skull, like a Halloween skull, like a hiding behind a red yeah. curtain. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. probably coincidence. Hopefully. <laughs> the devil's in that mm-hmm. storm. Hopefully. Uh, President Trump uh, signed a bipartisan uh, piece of legislation yesterday to eliminate, and don't get turned on, Jeff, gag rules yeah. oh. that would prevent pharmacists from being able to tell customers when a drug they're buying would be cheaper if they got it without their without using their insurance. So under these gag rules now, Pharmacists could share the information if customers asked about the price without insurance, but couldn't kind of proactively tell them about it. So even though you got insurance, maybe the drugs you're getting would be cheaper without the insurance. So you can't, so up until this, you couldn't go, hey, would it be cheaper without insurance? You would have to proactively ask. Oh, so they couldn't go, hey, they couldn't so say, you know. Hey, huh? Hey, just so you know. So the gag rules had been put in place by health plans or other, like, middlemen that manage pharmacy benefits because of deals between drug companies and insurers and middlemen and the pharmacies. So that that block has been... Lifted? Kind of lifted. Yeah, good. Uh, federal authorities yesterday charged a 56-year-old guy from New York with building a 200-pound bomb that he allegedly wanted to blow up on the National Mall in Washington, D.C. on Election Day, which is next month. And this guy, Paul Rosenfeld, wanted to use the bomb to kill himself and draw attention to, I never even heard of this, sortition, which is a political system. You ever heard of this, Moon? Sortition. Nope. It's a political system in which public officials are chosen randomly instead of being elected. That so wait, so there's odd. like a so there's like a pool of so basically they would go to the Senate and they'd go, All right, ladies and gentlemen, the president of the United States is Vermont, congratulations. Well, maybe they spin a wheel. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't, I've never even heard of this. But this guy, this psycho. In it, ancient Athen- Athenian dem- uh, democracy, sortition was a traditional and primary method for appointing political officials, and its use was regarded as the principal characteristic of a true, true democracy. Well, this guy was all about it. Want to draw attention to it by blowing himself up. Wow. And the FBI raided his house on Tuesday, found a bomb in his basement made of uh, made of, of black powder inside a plywood box. This guy was serious about it. Damn. That's pretty, that's pretty serious. Pretty interesting principle of when you start reading about it. Sortition? Yeah. I never even heard of it. Designed to ensure all competent and interested parties have an equal chance of holding public office. Also minimizes factionalism since there'd be no point making promises to win over key constituencies. If, uh, you know, one has to be chosen by lot. Elections, by contrast, foster factionalism. Well, I'm in. Sign me up. <laughs> Sign me up. Jeff, you in? I'm in. All right. I'll vote twice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The Pseudo Show. Traffic and weather.
Hey, speaking of traffic and weather, since I have the uh, the stats up here, the annual average for tornadoes that touch down in the state of Missouri is 47. How many this year, though? Uh, I don't I don't have the stat for that. But between 1991 and 2015, 1,200 touched down in the United States average, you know, uh, on average a year. In Kansas, there's 93 that touched down. Missouri has 47. Because I heard something from a from a weather person not too long ago that there weren't that many tornadoes this year. You know, there weren't as many ones. as average. And the whole thing yeah. is, which, I mean, they're both bad. But on a tornado, you're looking, it'll come in, it'll, you know, take out a town. And it, where a hurricane just takes out the whole city. Yeah, but you have time to get the hell out. You know, you got warning for, for a hurricane. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the downside. I mean, I, I don't know. It's every, just, listen, every, every place has their thing. A hurricane would scare me more than Every place has their thing. I'm more afraid of tornadoes than you I know. Of tornadoes. He's going to slap you. He is going to slap you. It's part of the show. Three one four six Walker, cameras and chat room one zero five seven the point dot com slash Riz on the socials at R I Z Z Show. Your emails, send them over to Riz Show one zero five seven the point dot com. Interesting music here. Yeah, this one's one of the weirder ones. Weird. See the elevator. <laughs> it's very nice. It is soothing. It's very strange. It's it's like it's like elevator lounge Halloween music. Uh huh. I, I like it. It's interesting. And when I say interesting, it doesn't mean I hate it. It's got a Stranger Things yeah, vibe to it. Usually does. Usually it does, yes. In this <laughs> case, no. Shh, I'm meditating. Did you just shush him? Oh, boy. He just shushed you. <laughs> Everybody gets one. Uh, here's, here's something else to add to the never-ending list of things millennials have killed. <laughs> I just, I just so folded the grass in my front I yard. Just, I just folded my arms. You sure All you needed to do to Dad. complete that was go, huh? Oh, rumpf. The latest things these these damn millennials, um, we're gonna call them serial killers, have taken out is American cheese. Yep, believe it or not, people have fallen out of love with a cheese that's bright orange, stuffed with preservatives, and grated in the lab. Not us. Wrong. <laughs> Not us. <laughs> These right, guys Dad? Are keeping it alive. That's right. American cheese sales are projected to go down another 1.6% this year, which will be the fourth straight year that they drop. And the average price is down uh, below $4 a pound for the first time since 2011. And even the fast food restaurants are, are giving up on it. Wendy's is now offering Asiago. You have to say it like that. <laughs> uh, Panera, St. Louis Bread Company. Took it out of their grilled cheese. Even McDonald's is using a version of American cheese that doesn't have any of the artificial stuff. So what's changed? First of all, people, especially millennials, are moving away from processed foods, and American cheese is one of the most processed. It's not even. Is it even really cheese? I think we last time we talked about this, we found out it's not. Right? Yeah, no, it's it's not, cheese product. It's delicious, it's but it's not cheese. So this isn't something they kill. This is something they're they're improving for all of us. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, tongue, you can eat I'm, what you I'm want. saying tongue in cheek about it. Yeah, you can eat what you want. 
If I you want to eat cheddar, eat if you want to eat whatever, you do it. I'm just saying the stats are, are, are moving away from people with American cheese. For sandwiches, as far as sandwiches are concerned, you can only use one cheese the rest of your life. What cheddar. is it? Really? I'm, uh, I'm Swiss. Yeah. Swiss for sure. Yep. Ooh. What what sandwich is Swiss not good on? Oh, I know. It's so good on everything. Yeah, but cheddar makes everything better. No, yeah, it does not. It's just rhymes, rhymes, man. It doesn't make rhymes. Oh, Can't it miss with Swiss. No, hey, no Swiss to hell with this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love that. I love there them all, believe me. Can you say it's more gooder with Gouda? No, no. That doesn't work. No. <laughs> I might go pepper. Ain't any better than feta. Pepper Jack? Something with a kick. But some some things don't don't require spiciness. Yeah, cheddar I mean, is good on cheddar. There's so many. I mean, you go mild, you go, you know, sharp, medium sharp. Oh, so you can use the there's variations so many degrees. Within, within the. There is so a, many degrees. So of, many degrees. But there is a pretty cool rhyme with that. It's not whack with pepper jack. You're right. In that one, being a party without the no, that Havarti. works. No, I just I just checked with every judge ever, and it said that works. It ain't a party Except without Havarti. Ooh, that's that. a good one. Thank you. Thank you. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Anything for a Limburger? <laughs> no? Tones? You got anything? No, tones? No, no. Yeah, it's called throw it right yeah. in the garbage. Feta. Get some feta cheese. Hey, it's better with feta. Thank there you. you. Oh, yeah. Thank you. You can't use the same one for cheddar that you can for feta. You better be more creative than this. Which one is it better for? Uh, cheese is the greatest thing ever. Am I right? I love cheese. I don't love American cheese, I'll be honest. You know, no, I'm not an American cheese guy. Oh, I used to, I mean, I lived, I, I put American cheese on everything. When I, if I'm honestly, if I had a steak and there was some left over the next day, yep, sandwich cheese on top of it. American, yes, but wow. I can't anymore. Last so it's night, all Swiss now. Last night we went out to dinner, went to a, went to get some hamburgers, and the uh, the waitress, the, with the kids, you know, they wanted cheeseburgers, and she goes uh, American, and my daughter says, uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> cheddar, biatch. <laughs> wow, you better watch your language. And they walked in the back, and they went. Yep, it's the Riz family. <laughs> Do you hear how they talk to me? It's the Riz family. <laughs> Tell the waitress just kept walking. <laughs> I bet you it was so popular too because it was one of the only options. I mean, it was it was just a, it was such a standard yeah. that I think a few generations got used to it, and therefore you're gonna like well, that. It's the only of, cheese we had in our house. And they're, they're, they're yeah, saying, saying of it, the convenience of it too. That's it's what just I'm a stack of individual. Boom, you're done. So with the death of American cheese, they're saying number one, it's 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 people moving away from processed foods. Number two, it's fancier and better cheeses are now way more readily available, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and prices are decent. Yeah, once you try one of those, you go, oh, my gosh, this is great. Yeah, like a good, like, aged cheddar. Uh-huh. 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 I'll take that. I'll take a lot. You know, American cheese for me is almost last resort. I like provolone. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. That's a top fiver. Really? That's a top oh, fiver. yeah, for sure. We had a drawer that was um, primary. I mean, it was meats and cheeses, but it was, it was primarily meats and things, and the cheese was kind of in a corner. Now it is just the cheese drawer because mm. we got so many different types, and there's blocks that we shave off yeah. stuff. You know, we got the bag of mozzarella. Yeah, I've been moving away from the bagged cheeses, like the already pre-shredded stuff. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the big block. It's it's the it's the baseball of mozzarella, but it comes in like a bag package. Oh, yeah, it's in water. Yeah, it's in water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that's good, what yeah. I'm talking about. Gross. That's good. 
Are you like that? And then mozzarella in, and water? In water. That, the, the in water throws me off. <laughs> yeah, some, some, something well, That's how that. it's made. Like when well, it's fresh, yeah, I know made, how it's made. It I just say he gets the idea. It's just uh, It's thinking. just a mental thing. Like, yeah. for example, like when you get the hard-boiled eggs that come in the little package and there's that little water no, in there. I, I, See, okay, it's the same yeah. thing to me. Yeah. Like, that's just well, gross. You ever had that's that? how you make hard-boiled eggs, too. I'm not, yeah, but have you ever had, a, a, like, fresh mozzarella in the ball like that? No. If you try, if you if you cook with it, I know it sounds silly, but difference. I mean, it makes a difference. Oh, it makes if you like that kind of cheese. Yeah, I feel sure. Why not? Well, yeah, I'm saying if you make your own pizza and you do it New York style with like, uh, not not the shredded, but you do like the little balls of mozzarella. Yeah, that's good. It's 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 a different experience. I I used to be. Like all cheese, all the time, no matter what, and like kind of like, uh, like like my dad, I put cheese on absolutely everything. I would make a ham and cheese hot pocket and put a piece of American cheese on top of it. Yeah, like that's. I mean, I was and how cheese much on did cheese you on cheese. The exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, but it's but now fault. but now I'm not really into cheese all that much. Like take it or leave it. I'm okay with it. So I don't think the fancy cheeses really like. Oh yeah, I'm gonna try this. Whatever this hybrid cheese is, I'm I'm out on all that. So, I stick to what I know. American and Swiss, done. I know some uh, some people have made some bad choices while they were drunk. Not me, of course. No, of course not. But uh, this is this is a new one here. There's a 33 year old woman named Gina. She's from London, and uh, her 35 year old husband Mark. They went on their honeymoon to Sri Lanka back in December, and they loved the small hotel they were staying at. But one night, while there were uh, 12 glasses of uh, of rum deep, they found out the hotel was going to shut down because the owners couldn't or wouldn't make the lease payments. And when Gina and Mark found out the payments were around $40,000 total for three years, they bought the hotel on the spot and signed a new three-year lease. The problem is they were drunk, and it's not like they're rich. <laughs> and once they sobered up, they panicked over what what they'd done. But a deal is a deal. So these people were so hammered, they just bought a hotel. Jesus. Accidentally. Wow. And they sunk in another uh, $8,000 for some renovations. And they actually reopened the hotel in July. And they're calling it Lucky Beach Tangale. <laughs> and they say, fortunately, business, business has been great. So, Dude. Uh, like, that is lucky. Sri Lanka is like kind of a Bahamas style thing for English people. Yeah. Like they'll go down there, you know, spend, I mean, next to nothing. Imagine how far the pound goes there. So guess what the average is for a hotel like this down down there for uh, for a night. If you were to go on vacation in Sri Lanka. How much? 12 to $35. Wow. Like a nice place? Oh. Yeah, it's on a beach. It's like a, it's like a, like a cottage. Well, it's like a hotel mm. cottage style. And it you know, cost you 10, 20, 30 bucks a night. Wow. Damn. Get you a lion beer and have a Sri Lankan vacation. All right. And uh, finally, I think it was Moon brought this up off the air. Think about Halloween and think about you putting pumpkins out in front of your house. What'd you say? We live in a culture uh, and said, a society where we're literally putting food out in front of our house to rot. Yeah. I, I said, like, <laughs> think of the, the place that we're in. As far as culture and and life and and prosperity and luxury, mm-hmm. when there are starving people on the planet, and we're literally buying food to put out as decoration to rot mm-hmm. outside. Uh huh. Any of those pumpkins rot, and you just throw them out. Right. Yep. I got whereas, a hill that goes into the woods, and literally every year I go whoop and I roll it down the hill I, I right mean, into the woods. Think about. I do say whoop. By the way, think <laughs> about what somebody, what somebody could do with that pumpkin who really needs it. Yeah. Now I'm gonna kick it up another level. 
A new survey found that people are throwing out their clothes faster than they used to. Why? Why? Why are people throwing out clothes faster than they used to? Because of the tax deductions. No. Nope. Because they're gaining weight. Because out of style. style. Clothing prices have dropped. Nope, it's even worse. Because they want to be naked. Even this is such a bad answer. <laughs> okay. It's because they want to. Well, it's because the wearers have been seen with the items too many times on their social media accounts. Uh, oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> wow. I can't wear this again. I already it's, I've already I've already put it on Twitter twice. See, last time I had it in August, so I can't. <laughs> Remember when I Snapchatted this outfit? Oh, God. <laughs> hey, you ready to go? Didn't you already Snapchat that outfit? You were. One of 10 survey oh, respondents said they've gotten rid of stuff after wearing it just three times in photos on Facebook or Instagram. Ridiculous. Hmm. In case my kids are listening, you better not. And the survey was done because of earlier findings that people in England were buying twice as much clothing as they did 10 years ago. They were trying to figure out why. And it almost had nothing to do with the economy. Like, what's the, what's going on here? Wow. Why are people buying buying clothes more than 10 years ago? Also fueling the fast clothing turnover is like these, uh, you know, places like H&M and Zara and Forever 21. They're selling trendy clothes at actually affordable prices, which leads people to be less picky about what clothes they buy. Yeah, because they're, they're not thinking they're going to have it as long as they used to. Yeah. Man, that's wild. Those, I could see somebody places, like a Forever 21 jumping on something like those this. Those places drive me nuts. Having like H&M. Media sale. What places? Why? Because you wear a 2X in H&M. I went there the other day. I was like, oh, look at this. I can actually fit into some of this clothes. I held up a 2X and it fit me like a schmedium. If somebody's buying me a gift, I don't wear a 2X. H&M. And H&M. H&M t-shirts, they don't really last as as long as Yeah, those are five bucks because you get five wears. Yeah. That is true. <laughs> it's a dollar a wear sale. It was honestly, I, I, I kid you not, I held it up, and I'm like, this will fit half of me. <laughs> well, maybe now. When was the last time you were in? Uh, like a couple weeks ago. Uh, and it was a no-go? <laughs> no, man. That 2X, I, I mean, in, in all reality, the 2X probably fits like an XO. You know what's weird? I'm kind of running through like some, some of my favorite Instagram follows, and I have had multiple, I mean, uh, enough instances where this has happened that I can remember this just in this moment, where I see friends or somebody on there, and I'll go... Man, it always looks like they got a new shirt on. Mm. You know, because when you see like somebody in a new shirt, you're always like, "Damn, you look it's fresh." A, it's yeah, a conscious it effort. Yeah. It's a conscious thing now. Yeah. Oh, I can't wear this again. I already had it on Instagram. I don't know, and it's, maybe it's because I'm 51. I don't know anybody who would do this. Anybody? Yeah, you do. No, I. Yeah, you well, do know people. Yeah, you oh. You, you know it. people. You guys know people? You know people. Did you just say he does it? Well, I'm not saying he's doing it consciously, but he'll come in here and be like, hey, you want these shoes? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, I bought them three years ago. I'm worn them once. And I'll do the same thing with but you. But that's because of Instagram? No, I'm just saying yeah, subconsciously there's got to be pieces. I've given you jeans before. He's talking about- yeah, and like my watch. You, would, you don't know anybody that would- not wear an outfit twice because of social media? No one's um, going to say it, and they probably don't even know it. I think there are some that consciously do it. Yeah, I do. I think we all do. Mm-hmm. Of course we do. And that's your news. Brought to you by Travers Automotive and RV <laughs> yeah. Group. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. I yeah. was baiting. I was baiting. Nobody took it. I'm not taking that bait. 
Uh, here's Patrico with your sports. Uh, don't screw this up, Fatty. It's John Patrico. Sports brought to you by Gateway Motorsports Park. The 2018 racing season going to be bigger, better, and faster. I gave my dad so much crap yesterday because he he showed he up at home. Usual. He had he had a Nike, like almost like a soccer jersey style shirt on, tucked into some sweatpants. <laughs> uh, I went, oh unless man. Unless you were golfing, there's no need to tuck yeah, your no. shirt in. Just so you know. Is that the rule? Thanks, yeah. Jeff. <laughs> uh, the Blues back on the ice tonight looking for their first win of the year. They play uh, the Calgary Flames. Blues last were on the ice when they played the Blackhawks on Saturday. They unfortunately lost 5-4 to four in overtime. Tonight, puck drops at 7 p.m. Edmondson's playing tonight. Yep, back in the lineup. Uh, Tuesday was the home opener for the Predators, and they celebrated their 2017-2018 season. And they had every reason to. They were good as hell last year. Uh, Even though they lost in the second round to the Jets, they raised the banner yesterday for the President's Trophy, which is a great thing. They also won the Central Division, so they raised that banner. Really nice ceremony. And then things got weird because on the very far right of the three banners that were raised, there was one that was labeled Regular Season Western Conference Champions. So, so they finished with the best record in the NHL. Worthy thing, and they also finished obviously with the best record in the Western Conference. But why hang a banner up when you were not in the Western Conference and you were not the Western Conference final champions? People gave them a bunch of crap because I mean, obviously, the Vegas Golden Knights were the ones that were the Western Conference final champs. But the funny thing is, is that this is not the first time that a sports team has hung up a really dumb banner, like the uh, Edmonton Oilers. They hung up a banner for a hundred consecutive sellouts back in two thousand eight. Who did that? The Edmonton Oilers. Like, they need more banners, first of all. Yep. Uh, The Oilers also uh, hung up a banner that retired uh, Garth Brooks. Uh, He Mm. was a hell of a player. All right. How many goals uh, did he score? Another one that was one of my favorites is the Indianapolis Colts. They hung up a banner that said 2014 AFC finalist. All right. They, they lost the AFC that year, but they still were a finalist. They were a finalist. Everybody gets, listen, we're, we're in a society now where everybody gets a banner. Yeah, right? Yeah. Dissertation <laughs> banners for everybody. Yeah. It's a trophy. Everybody gets a banner. Uh, Thursday night football tonight has the Eagles heading to New York. They take on the Giants. For your fantasy lineups, the Lions and Saints have buys. Kickoff tonight is scheduled for 720. Who do we got? Uh, I have, I don't know if I even know. I picked the Giants. I don't know why. Uh, Henry Pitt. Toss up for me. <laughs> I picked up the Giants because uh, uh, Ajayi or whatever has is out. I'm so. I'm picking the Eagles for no reason. Okay. I have the Eagles. <laughs> I have the Eagles currently subject to change. Birds of prey. But they're Giants, though. Yeah. They could just swap I mean, the birds of prey out of the air. Uh, have you ever seen the Giant uh, really win in the end? You seen the Mickey Mouse thing? Jack and the Beanstalk. Uh, Andre. Andre the Giant won Eagles a lot until he died. The Giant. And they all die. <laughs> I've never uh, seen an eagle die. The, the NFL has been playing games in London for 11 years now, which is nuts. And now there's talk of one team that may be heading there for good, and it's the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, Shad Khan, the owner of the Jaguars, owns a soccer team over there, so it makes sense. He's uh, in the process of buying Wembley Stadium. And the rumors have been out for a long time that he wants to move the team there, especially because out of the 11 years that there's been games in the uh, in London, uh the majority of them have been uh, Jaguars games. Now, he needs 24 of the 32 owners to approve this, and they're saying that he won't get that because they don't want to go to London. Is this the guy games. that tried to buy the Rams or mm-hmm. bring the Rams here or whatever it yes, was? Yes, correct. Who yep. does he own is for he, him? Is he uh, from believe England? So. No, he's from Collinsville, I think. Or the huh. Collinsville. His family's from the Collinsville area, right? 
Please I think so. Look that. I think I can, he's, you want me to look it up? Yeah, you if you could. What's his name? Shaka Khan? Shad Khan, yes. Mm-hmm. Shahid Khan. Uh, the Jags have played the most games in London. Their record there is three and two, and uh, they're actually going to play this year as well uh, later on in October uh, when they play the Eagles. Former Major League Baseball three-time All-Star Lenny Dykstra was indicted in Jersey yesterday (laughs) on charges of meth and cocaine possession and making terroristic threats. This is back from when he put a uh, weapon to the head of the Uber driver, threatened to kill him. Uh, Police also found evidence of coke and meth in his bag. But he said he said the he tried to change his destination and the driver wouldn't change. Yeah, and he said he felt like he was being held hostage. Yeah, so he put a gun, but then. That doesn't make sense. Uh, <laughs> Everybody does it. He, he's a disaster. Uh, he retired in 96 after 12 seasons. And, uh, I mean, he's got grand theft auto charges, bankruptcy fraud, all kinds of stuff. Absolute straight disaster. And finally, the 2026 World Cup going to be held in North America. It was that U.S.-Canada-Mexico joint bid. Well, now they're saying that because of that and, and after that, there may be a North American soccer league to come about. Details still really sketchy, real early, but some folks are saying the MLS and combine it with an already existing Mexican league. And some say that it was new with totally new teams. So not quite sure exactly the details, but there's one thing that's already happened. Last year, one league in Mexico partnered with the MLS and they've been having like uh, interleague matches and they actually are having an all-star game where it's the MLS all-stars versus the this Mexican league's all-stars. Hey, so, so I, I, we may have talked about this before. Is St. Louis FC excited that a team could potentially come here? Yeah, I think they should you think be. So? Yeah, well, they were in on the uh, on the the last bit. Wouldn't it take away attendance from their games? Um, I don't. Couldn't it also be a farm so. system though? I don't. I don't. I don't know how the MLS. I don't. Is I don't know how that works. They've, yeah, they've talked about different farm systems and yeah. uh, A and B leagues and all that kind of stuff, which is all subject to change, especially as MLS continues to grow. I mean, right now, I mean, what do you have? The uh, the ambush? That's that's uh, indoor, right? Yeah, that's amb- indoor, and you have the the. So, so St. Louis FC is the only game in town, as far as yeah, with the USL. So it's the outdoor it, stuff. Yeah, it's it's an under league. I think that they would. I think all St. Louis FC fans and the Luligans and all—they're all welcoming this because it's just going to bring more attention. It's more soccer. I get and it. More soccer. But would it take away? Uh, I mean, no. Ultimately, I think it would benefit. I know everybody's rooting for soccer in St. Louis, which is great. But then when it comes down to attendance, Khan, Khan, the owner, is from Pakistan. Yeah, he was born in Pakistan, but I guess he he moved his family moved oh, to Urbana. He moved here early. Urbana, Illinois. Yeah, yeah, yeah Urbana, that's where he went to, to college as well. Did you, did you know? By the way, he is the richest Pakistani. Did you see his yacht? He's got a yacht that he sold for like 112 million dollars. Yeah. A yacht. On He's one of the nicest dudes that I've ever met for 35 seconds, too, by the way. He's an awesome guy. Meet him? At a Rams game. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. What did he say? What's up, Patrico? No, as I walked onto the field, obviously I was a <laughs> guest. Shazam's own I was, Patrico. I was, a guest, <laughs> I was a guest of the Rams, and I had on Jag stuff. So I had to take off the Jag stuff when I walked on the field because they gave us like a tour. Yeah. And I had my it? jersey tucked in my back pocket. And as I was walking, he nudged me, and I looked, and he goes, that's a nice-looking jersey you got oh. back there. He's got a sweet mustache. And you said, sure who does. the hell are yep. you, man? Uh, Patrico, that's your sports, <laughs> and boom goes the dynamite. There is who knows so. Headline Hoosh. Brought to you by 123mortgage.com. 314-862-0123, a division of AFN NMLS number 237341. All right, today's Headline Hoosh story comes to us from, uh, what did you say, around Houston, Texas. I'm not sure the exact town, but. And I'll start by saying that I don't know if this person was on meth, but all signs point to yes. A guy wanted to, quote, decontaminate himself of bugs that were 
crawling all over his body on Tuesday. But instead of a quick, you know, how-to search on Google, he came up with his own life hack, guys. It involves spraying himself down with brake cleaning fluid. Oh, I bet it works really good. <laughs> now, I don't know if the brake cleaner killed the bugs or if they were even really there to begin with. But once he was coated in this stuff, he tried to vacuum the bugs off his body. And unfortunately, he didn't realize the brake cleaner was extremely flammable. So a spark from the vacuum ignited the flames, causing an explosion that blew out a whole wall of his double-wide trailer. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's not surprising, though, to be honest with you. And he was seriously injured. And cops haven't been able to talk to him yet because he's in, he's in bad shape. But uh, they did find a bunch of empty uh, brake cleaner cans in his house. And they think, again, all signs point to yes, but drugs or alcohol may have played a party in his decision-making. So Maybe just a little bit. There you have it. This guy, today's Headline Hoosh. The Rizzuto Show, Traffic and Weather. All right, 843, yes. Tone. I was just going to say, somebody brought up a good point. They said the SDLFC and the MLS thing, that's like pretty much the equivalent of the Grizzlies, Rascals, and the Cardinals. There's a world where everybody can live yeah, yeah. and be okay. I, it's just a question. I don't know the answer. Right. So you're saying if we get an MLS team, the other team, the STLFC, has to leave town. Is that what you're That's exactly what you said. I'll go behind the schnooks to look for boxes. Getting the real me. This is it. <laughs> All right, welcome back. Huh. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Craigslist Freak of the Week. Yes, that's right. John Patrico will read you three brand new ads. At a Craigslist coming internationally, we are going to Canada, we're going to Bulgaria, and we're going to Spain. They throw down in Bulgaria. A trip around the world, guys. <laughs> they get down with the get down. A trip around the world with your friends at the Riz Show. Right. Plan your vacation now. Uh, so, John, will read the three ads to you. All you guys in the uh, in the chat room, if you would, please send us your name suggestions. Get in the chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz, and you'll vote for your favorite freak via Twitter, at R-I-Z-Z Show. So you guys ready to go? And by the I'm way, ready. these are the final three new ads of the year. Next week, we start narrowing down. We go down to one. And that one name gets their their name etched on the Jerry Sandusky Memorial plaque, which is a real thing, hangs in our office. We have proof. We've taken <laughs> pictures of it. All right, John, let's do this. Let's do it. Here we go. Craigslist Freak of the Week ad number one coming at you. Be my Cinderella, man for man, 44-year-old, Alberta, Canada. I've worked in the shoe biz for quite some time. At first, was just a check, and now it's a career. And then it went from a career to an obsession. I'm all about feet. I love the smell, the texture. 
I love the way they feel in my hands, in my mouth. <laughs> I'm writing because this shouldn't end for me when I leave work. I want more at home. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to bring home shoes from work, and you're going to come in and try them on. I will be naked, and I will be joeing. You just have to sit there. You don't have to take anything off besides your shoes and if you have stockings on. I will slide the shoes on your feet and then slide them off slowly. I will measure your feet and do so a couple of different times. When the moment is right, I'm going to slip those dogs into my mouth. I'll also be tonguing in between your toes. This is going to happen. Just be cool. Afterwards, feel free to take home the shoes you have tried on. Will you please be my Cinderella? Is uh, nominee number one. Uh, you got it. From uh, Canada. Yep. Hey. Hey. <laughs> I mean, at what point is it when the time is right? At what You'll point? You'll know. You'll, you'll know. know. You'll know. Really? You'll know. Trust me. You'll, <laughs> you'll know. know. Tell me about your boots. Uh-huh. You'll know. So at first for this guy, it was just a check, and now it's a career, and now it's an obsession. Mm. So he wants to uh, have somebody come over. He's going to, I guess, act like a shoe salesman at home, kind of do so. a little reenacting, do a little measurements, shoes on, and when the moment is right, those oh, dogs seven, go into his mouth. A seven, let me see if I have one in the back. You know, uh, hey, Jeff, it could be maybe get yourself a new pair of running shoes. He Absolutely. said you could take them home. I will be tonguing in between your toes. <laughs> <All right>. And <laughs> showing. <laughs> Did you guys ever see the movie Cinderella? Uh, That's a movie? That's an actual oh, movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jerry, Jerry Lewis and uh, Dean Martin? Mm-hmm. No. Cinderella. It's pretty good. Is it about this? It's very uh, funny. No. no, but now I can't watch it in the same, <laughs> same vibe. All right, let's get some names for uh, this freak. Riz, I'm going to run down six names here, okay, because okay. they are all really good. Cinderfella is is one that came yeah. across a bunch. Uh, instead of Fleet Feet, somebody said Pete Feet, which is hilarious. Okay. Also, Shooby-Doo. <laughs> Ooh, pretty good. Pal Bundy. All right. Paul Bunyan. Up two more. Shoebaka and Peter, or Feeder Pan. <laughs> oh, man. Shoebaka and what, what was Shooby-Doo? Shooby-Doo is hilarious. I, and so is Feeder Pan, though. Jeff, do you like Shooby Doo or Shoebaka? Oh, Toe like Rogan Sh- just came across oh, too. I like Shooby Doo. Right, Shooby Doo. I think it's more universal. <laughs> Shoe like B, like B E A, middle name? Shooby. I like that. Shooby Doo. Shooby Doo. <laughs> Shooby Doo, y'all. Shooby Doo. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, all right. Should we do uh, nominee number two for you? Okay. John, ready? Yeah. Here we go. Let me watch you labor. Man for woman, 51-year-old male, Varna, Bulgaria. Are you pregnant and open-minded? Can I watch? Looking to watch a live birth. And to be upfront and honest, it's because it turns me on. I'm not a doctor or scientist. And I'm just looking to watch you give birth the natural way so I can Joe while it happens. <laughs> you aren't okay with this. Move on. Don't try to make me feel terrible. I'm not proud of it. I just love it. I've watched many births online and found that I get most excited when watching it in real life. If you are having an at-home or water birth, 
I am interested, but really prefer if you are doing it in a private hospital. Is filming it okay? <laughs> I want that memory forever. Sinking someone between the age of 20, 35, dark hair, tan skin, very clean. I do love the blood and the after mess, <laughs> but do not like bad skin or smelly body issues. If your husband or boyfriend wants to be there, fine. I can deal with that, but I would really prefer that it was just us. Instead of them stomaching the whole ordeal, let me enjoy it. The messier, the better. If your doctor is not okay with what I am wanting to do, I could maybe just wear baggy clothes and hide it. I really want to try and time it out so as your new one enters the world, I am crossing the finish line. Oh, my gosh. To every ending is a new beginning. Please, if you have any serious questions, email me. Thanks. Hey, uh, what's that guy doing there in the corner? <laughs> I know, he's got a real big, he's got a real big sweatshirt on, though. I mean, seriously, in what world would any doctor ever allow this? Have you ever been to Bulgaria? Maybe it goes down like know. that. You know? Oh, sure, come on in. The rules are a little loosey-goosey over there. Oh, my God. All right. You know, and I prefer not to have your husband there. Really? <laughs> Well, he was there for the important part. Yeah, you it's know, right. it's only a birth. Ain't no uh, thing. Wow. Uh, hey. Uh, All right. Mm. This is bad. It's it is a bad one. Wow. Uh, uh, questions? Nope. Not really. Zero. <laughs> Absolutely zero. Where will I sign up? Zero. Na- zero questions. Uh. You know, I have the one. Nope. No, no questions. No, no, not that one. Names? There are some good names, and there's one that I almost passed out. I was laughing at uh. so hard. So, Berth Reynolds is good. <laughs> Jeff Berthton oh, is good. That's not funny. Berth and Ernie. Robert Crowney Jr. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so great. All right. Uh. <laughs> Who is that? They needed some recognition. That's uh, Chris Peebles in the chat room. That's a good one, Chris. Thank you. Robert Crowney Jr. Okay. <sighs> wow. All right, our third and final one. John, ready? I think. Here we go. Craigslist Freak of the Week. Sexy Spaniard has disease. Man for anyone. 34-year-old, Madrid, Spain. I've slept with many, many men. I am a paid lover and have been all over the world working. London, Paris, New York, Chicago. Somewhere I picked up genital herpes. After the diagnosis, work hasn't been steady. It's time for a new business model. Are you seeking revenge? Willing to, for the price, to sleep with your enemy and spread my sickness. Uh. I am the seducer of men and women. I am a A-plus lover. I am fluent in the Kama Sutra and other forms of sexual positions. Your enemy will not suspect a thing. When he or she comes up positive for herpes, I will be long gone and you will be in the clear. Let's meet soon to set something up. Wow. Price is negotiable. Revenge will never be sweeter. All right. 
<laughs> just on the, this There's is, this guy. Wow. This isn't evil. No. Damn. This is a hee whore, huh? That's <laughs> what I'm what I'm gathering. Yes. I'm a paid lover. Right. I slept with many, many men. This Dead. is a, a lover, a seducer. Times are tough right now for and him. fluent in the Kama, uh, Kama Sutra and other forms of sexual positions. Uh, okay. <laughs> Names for this guy. I mean, this guy right. wants to be hired to spread herpes to somebody, your enemy. Uh, we've got a couple here. We've got uh, Hori Feldman. Okay. We also have Wyatt Herp. <laughs> and <laughs> Dude, I think even better than that is Herpules. Well, I, I don't know. I think I like Wyatt Herp. Herp is where it stops, I think. <laughs> All right, there you go. There are your three nominees. Great names, guys. Thank you very much. Uh, we have nominee number one, which is Shooby Doo. That's a guy that's a, a shoe salesman who his uh, paycheck turned into a career, turned into an obsession. You fellas go over to his house, and he's going to try feet on shoes on your feet, and he's going to lick your, your toes. Fish. Which, by the way, I just picked up on something. What? That's man for man, and he's talking about people wearing stockings. What are they doing up there in Canada? Is that what they <laughs> I mean, call socks? Yeah. I don't stockings. know. Oh, good question. There are men that wear stockings. Really? If, if that's your, in your lifestyle. Oh, guilty. <laughs> guilty. <laughs> uh, nominee number two is Robert Crowney Jr. That is the guy that wants to Joe while somebody gives birth. I mean, that, that is it. We might as well just move him on. Well, why are we even putting this up for a vote? Wyatt Herp. I, I mean, Wyatt Herp is uh, That guy sucks, nominee. and he's the worst, and he wants to give somebody herpes, but... You're the let's, uh, this let's go around sucks. the horn here. Uh, John? Uh, number two. All right, John. No doubt. King Scott? Two. <laughs> Jeff? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Number two, Robert Crowney Jr. But I'm kind of with Patrico here. The guy is a... Or at least what you were alluding to, anyway, that you got to give him some credence that he's trying oh, to he spread. Oh, he gets an honorary. Wyatt you know? Herp, I mean, come on. <laughs> I'll go with number two, though. You know. I don't want to be different, you know. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> Moon? Uh, Mr. Crowney Jr. <laughs> uh, I mean, I couldn't even have like a, like if, just, like if Tony, if your dad was uh, a baby doctor and we were having a kid, I wouldn't even want him there yeah. to see that. Yeah. Much uh, less uh, a stranger doing that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, you, know, you get that image nah, in nah, your nah, mind, nah, don't nah. you? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Robert Crowney Jr. That's who my heart's <laughs> telling me to go with. He may go far. I don't know. RCJ. All right, Tones. All right, there are the three freaks. Up to you guys. Vote via Twitter. At R-I-Z-Z Show. That's at R-I-Z-Z Show. I believe uh, we'll crown the winner. <laughs> crown uh, the winner. <laughs> that makes sense. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be Robert Crowney Jr. I, I mean, I'd be shocked if it's not, but stranger things have happened. So vote via Twitter at R-I-Z-Z Show. Big thanks to John Patrico right over there. There he is. Right there. Hey. Good job. Whatever I can do to help. Thank you, John. Again, we move into the playoffs next week. Really uh, whittling these freaks down till we get to the final one. Who are we shouting out this week, John? Well, today we got, I got a phone call yesterday saying, hey, you do that shout-out thing. I thought, oh, good Lord, you're calling paid the to house do this now. now. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, this shout-out goes to a gentleman named Todd. He works at uh, what is it? Rental Supply. He works on all. He he's a mechanic that works on all our equipment. He's a big fan of the show. He's hey, always the, we see him at every big, big Saint Charles. Big Saint Charles. We see him at every big Saint Charles. So it's, he, Shorter guy. 
He, he's got a real raspy, deep voice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we yeah. see him every yeah. single week. Yeah. So, Todd gets that shot out today. All right, Todd. Hey there, Todd. Hey, this is for you. <laughs> Thank you, John. Hey, it's Jeremy Piven here. Happy birthday, Riz. I'm really, really glad that you were born. Thanks, Jeremy Piven. TV Zone. Emmy winner. Golden Globe winner. Jeremy Piven. You know, uh, we got crap on celebrities here in a second. You know, Taylor Swift has gotten a lot of attention for kind of breaking her silence as far as politics go. But the question is, does it really even matter? Does it really matter what she said? Well, I said, you know, well, well, since Taylor Swift, you know, came out uh, and and really endorsed the Democratic candidate going for, is it Senate in, uh, in Tennessee? Well, voter registration has gone up. Has it gone up because she wants people to vote for the Democrat or people no. against Taylor, and now they're going to vote? I think it's just gone up in general. That's a little bit of each. Well, a new poll looked at how much... Celebrities influence elections. And it sounds like it's not much. So the poll asked 2,192 adults, and 58% of people said they are not interested in the political and social opinions of celebrities whose music, shows, and movies they like. In other words, even if you're a fan of the celebrity, they don't care to hear their opinions. 21, uh, 21% of the people are interested Another 9% are strongly interested in what candidates, I'm sorry, celebrities have to say. 59% of people say they do not learn about news and current events through celebrities, but 30% said they do. 29% of people said that celebrities should not share their political and social opinions. 33% said they should. And another 12% said they can, but only on a personal level, like on social media. 40% said that when celebrities express their opinions... It is, quote, not at all effective and influencing them. 17% said it was somewhat effective. And 7% of people admitted that it was very effective. 21% have said they have unfollowed a celebrity on social media because of their political views. And 24% say they have not watched a movie or a show because of a cast member's political views, which seems a little extreme. That is a little extreme. 11% say they've donated to a cause because a celebrity encouraged them to, which seems a little low. Which seems a little low if you, if you consider stuff like, you know, J.J. Watt's Hurricane Relief Fund and, and telethons like the MDA Labor Day, uh, you know, the one that uh, Jerry Lewis yeah. Yeah, always did. I don't know. People get so upset when it comes to, to politics in, in general. But have you guys ever seen this kind of stuff with, uh, with religion? Like I remember all the backlash with Tom Cruise. And, uh, and the Scientology stuff. Do you guys feel like that? Because wasn't he doing political stuff at the same time? Well, I didn't think Tom Cruise really did any political things. I don't know. Not that I know of. But. I mean, a lot of the Scientology. I, t I can tell you, every time I look at Tom, every time I see Tom Cruise, I think Scientology. I do. But really, was Tom Cruise in your face about it, or, or was it people asking him 
more about it. You know, it's funny or you say video, that. He yeah. was pretty out there, but, uh, kind of in your face. Remember when he the Matt Lauer went thing after was... Lauer? Yeah. I think my whole thing is I don't really care that they say stuff, especially when they're asked in an interview. But if somebody comes, especially on social media, and just starts pounding political stuff, I've unfollowed people before because of it. If that's all they do, you know? I don't know how much it's effective in the way that they want it to be effective, but it sure is effective when it comes to people being against them. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, Moon just sent me this, uh, I guess, this this screenshot of somebody's social media message to a radio station that plays Taylor Swift music. I mean, it's like this person wrote, Taylor Swift support for the Democratic Party policies, like open borders, not supporting law enforcement officers, and total embrace of communism is my last straw. I'll be contacting every sponsor of Star 1021, informing them that advertising on your station supports communism, dead cops, and open borders. What? As soon as, wow. soon as I'm back from the store getting more straws. I hate I mean, this guy, this so guy goes on. I mean, it's... it's God. Really? Listen, we live in a world today where it's either one or the other. That's uh, your number one hit music station in I think it's Knoxville. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, think about that though. This one thing, if this if this person posts on their Facebook and they got X amount of hundred of friends, within three sentences, this person has now attached Taylor Swift to supporting dead cops, communism, and radical Islam. Yeah. In this paragraph, and people are going to spend that and only see the, the highlighted words and that kind of stuff, and then they're going to jump on and this is a feedback well and you could throw it the other people. way too well you support president trump so you know you you support rape and you support this and you support that it's both sides doing the same thing 22 percent say they've shared or reposted a celebrity's political social media post 65 percent have, have not done that and 13 percent don't know if they have which what are you doing okay <laughs> and for what it's worth 40 percent of the respondents Identified as Republican, 36 Democrats, and 24% are independents. There's another example floating around about somebody <clears throat> losing their mind on Willie Nelson down on a station in Texas, saying that he's just a political figure now, and uh, every time he's singing, it's about politics and this and that, and he's boycotting the station because they play Willie oh, Nelson. God. Willie Nelson! Well, Willie Nelson did a fundraiser for a uh, for, uh, Senate candidate. The, the, this particular... Uh, Message is talking about how all of his songs have political spins. I don't. Know well, now they're looking that. at you know on the road again through a different filter. <laughs> it's not just being about on the you know on the road. Right here I am on the road. <laughs> here I am right over here again. I'm on this road. What road? And where's it taking you, Willie? Or should I say, William? Nuts! I'm on the road <laughs> again. Okay. And now. On celebrities. <laughs> I don't know what that song's about. It's about staying home a lot. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. It's brought to you by Amco Ranger Termite and Pest Solutions, protecting people and property from pests for over 50 years. Just how important is The Walking Dead uh, to their network? Shares for the AMC network tumbled more than 10% this week. Wall, Star, Wall Street trying to figure out what's going on with the particular network. Ratings for the ninth season premiere down 47% in total views. And because of that, the network as a whole is going down. What else does uh, AMC have going for them? Well, These that uh, men, right? Yeah, they had a lot, and then they all ended. Yeah, it's like Fear the Walking Dead, right? And The Walking Dead, and Walking Dead again. And, uh... After Walking Dead. Walker, Texas Ranger, I think, yeah. is on that channel, too. You know, back to the celebrities endorsing things again. Just real quick. 
Yeah, how many celebrities came out and endorsed uh, Hillary Clinton when she was running? And Donald Trump still won. Handful. Pretty much all of them. Uh, even knowing TV network executives make crazy big money, this is still pretty crazy big. Fox bigwig Rupert Murdoch is going to be making all kinds of bank uh, selling most of 21st Century Fox to Walt Disney. How much? Murdoch will be putting away about $8.8 billion this year. Ticketmaster CEO Michael Rapinoe. Rapino. Damn it. Uh, meanwhile, earned about $70.6 million. And then uh, CBS's, well, their old CEO, Les Moonves, scored about $69.3 million. Unbelievable. Uh, good news for I know you, Riz, over here. Jason Bateman announced on the Twitter yesterday that Netflix has renewed Ozark for a third season. I think Moon is. Oh, was it Moon? I, I mean, oh, you were billboards. You were the billboards one. Okay. Billions. Huh? Billions. Billions. Yeah, yeah okay. I watched Billions. Have you seen all of Ozark? Nope. I saw Any about four episodes. Yeah, that's I watched four episodes. Season. I liked it. I think I need to catch up. He says, I'm happy for me, but concerned for Marty. I guess that's his uh, character. Uh, it's official. Ozark 3 is on its way. They can, and Netflix also confirmed the renewal on the Twitter over there. So. Two ends really big. Hmm? Re- uh, season two ends really big. Oh, does it? Oh, yeah. The uh, star tabloid recently contacted Kristen Bell and her husband, Dax Shepard, which... What a great celebrity couple, right? Saying that they're working on a story about them and asking if they wanted to comment on this story. The story itself said that Dax Shepard and Kristen Bell are exploring uh, ways to keep their marriage uh, uh, fresh and exciting through kinky stuff like threesomes, role play, and, oh. and S&M. And supposedly... It was SM stuff. Supposedly, it was Kristen Bell's idea to do all this stuff in order to keep Dax faithful and coming home every night. And of course, they both said it's a bunch of crap, but <laughs> they did it in their way. Dax said, quote, The only offensive thing about this BS story is that Kristen is doing all this uh, kinkiness out of horniness, but rather a uh, desperate attempt to save her marriage. I think we all know Bell is a lot more gangster than that. And then Kristen Bell wrote back, I'd love to comment, but I have this ball gag in my mouth. <laughs> Love her. <laughs> Anybody go to the uh, Little Zane concert last night at uh, the pageant? Anybody? Is it Little Zane or Little Zan? Little Zan. I'm sorry. As in Lil Xanax. Zan, as Xanax. in Xanax. Okay, so we were. Uh, Why would you name yourself after something that that puts you to sleep? Isn't Xanax? <laughs> <laughs> like that's the kid that uh, had to go to the hospital because he ate too many flaming hot Cheetos. Mm-hmm. Yes. What, Xanax yeah. like puts you to sleep, doesn't it? It doesn't yeah. put you to sleep. It just gives you a real gravy kind of, hey, everything's going to be cool feeling. Little anesthesia. Why would you want to name yourself that? Because he really likes it, man, and it's so cool. So uh, how, many, how many people showed up to the show last night? Close your eyes for a second. Okay. How, how many people you see? <laughs> Nobody. That's because they canceled it. Oh, why? It's no longer happening. Possibly because, oh, I don't know, TMZ ran a video uh, that shows him throwing around the N-word. He got all upset. So the pageant has not commented on the show, but on Twitter has said uh, a whole bunch. And it is pretty incredible. If you seen, haven't seen the video yet, it's up He's on the blog. He's said it? Huh? What? Yeah. He, he, so I watched the video, and he... You're talking about... No, the pageant didn't tweet anything out. No, no, no. no, no. Zane, oh, man, it sounds like pageant. Oh, sorry, my bad. So basically, Riz, um, let's say that I was talking about you in an Italian stereotypical way, okay? Okay. It would be this. It would be me going to a mall and saying, you don't know me, you're a broke-ass Guido. You don't know me. Come on, Guido, what's up? That's what he was doing. But 
let's not Replace say he was Guido the word with Guido. the N-word? Yes. So it's not like he was going, you, sir, are the N-word. He's a very, like, white kid, right? Yeah, he's, I mean, he is pasty. Yeah, very, very. <laughs> and if you see the video, there's the, the lady that uh, that videoed it on her phone. There's, like, his security or, or maybe friends. It, uh, Jeff, they call it his crew. Him, his crew uh, standing in front of him trying to hold bags up in front so that they can't video the guy. Knowing he's being a complete ass. Even though, do you hear what he, she says too? What I'll call the cops. She goes, she goes. Please get away from me. I'm calling the police. Yeah, but that's no excuse. Come on. Like if you're a if you're a little little Zan, hanger on. Like if you're part of his crew. Yeah. Did he put that in your resume? <laughs> Zan like I don't put. I worked, on. Like I worked at McDonald's, but I don't put that on my resume anymore. <laughs> and so, again, let's keep in mind this is a guy that was hospitalized because he ate too many flaming hot Cheetos. Looks like here that you worked uh, at QT from '99 to '03. There's a bit of a gap in employment, but then you got picked up by Lil Xan in 2014. Cool. Ooh, when can you start? Uh, for those of you pining for a new system of down record, you're probably going to have to wait a really long time and even longer. Uh, their bassist, Chavo, mm-hmm. uh, says uh, said recently that he thinks a mental health expert coming in to mediate some sort of common ground might help. And he does say that nobody hates anybody. Nobody doesn't get along. They just, they're kind of sitting around waiting and he thinks a healthcare professional could help, kind of like it said in the article Metallica did this. Oh, yeah. Some kind of monster was all about that. That was their behind the scenes in making what record was that? Some kind of monster? No, some kind of monster was not the record, that was the movie. Oh, was the record me. some kind of monster, too? I don't know. I just remember uh, Lars's dad saying, delete that. Really? We were going to open the record with that track. I just remember all that. And yeah. that the guy... Uh, was it Saint Anger? Saint Anger, maybe? It might have been. It might have been right before that. The uh, the guy was getting 40 grand a month, I believe. Like the therapist to come into the Jeez, studio. Oh. The therapist was coming in. They were having sessions. Yeah, and at some point, James is like, I think we need to let you go. And he's like, no, you need me. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, of course. Saint Anger. It was Saint Anger, yes. Yeah. Uh, Lindsey Buckingham says uh, Fleetwood Mac gave him uh, the old heave-ho because Stevie Nicks, Stevie Nicks is the one who wanted him out. And they did it over the phone. This, according to him, interview, Rolling Stone says they had an argument over the band playing that uh, Rihanna and as their intro music at their last show together in January, Stevie was also upset because he smirked during her thank you speech to the crowd. How old are these people? So, <laughs> wait, Rihanna is the reason that they broke up? As after over the band playing it as their intro music at their last yeah. show together in January. So he, Stevie Nicks wanted the song and, and right. Lindsay didn't. And then Stevie was also upset because he smirked during her thank you speech to the crowd. Lindsay said that the uh, the band's manager called him after the show and said, and I quote, Stevie never wants to be on a stage with you again. He asked, uh, is Stevie leaving the band or am I getting kicked out? And that's when he was told he was out. Wow. Stevie had made it clear that one of them had to go. I think there are other issues. Zero other issues. That was it right there. <laughs> Nothing I else. I think it was over a song and a smirk. I don't think so. <laughs> uh, again, talking about Taylor Swift coming out and saying she, he's uh, uh, she's supporting a couple of Democrats, right? Well, so far, at least no one has mentioned her financially supporting any candidates. The 2018 Federal Election Commission filings do have a list of celebrity political donations. I have, And there is a Missouri one. Susan Sarandon. To uh, Democratic PAC supporting uh, New York, West Virginia, Hawaii, and Texas, $29,574. Who did Lil Xan donate to? Ross Perot, I believe is who it was. 
Rosie O'Donnell, over $29,000 to candidates in one, two, three, four different states. Jimmy Kimmel, over 20, almost $27,000, uh, mostly for a congresswoman in Nevada. Matt Damon, $10,800. Ben Affleck, $6,270. And maybe you know this. I had no idea what actress donated the most. A little more than $40,000 since last spring to Senator Claire McCaskill. Well, you can only donate so much to a candidate. So I guess, but there's political action groups you could donate to. Yeah. Because uh, there's mean, a cap and how much one person can donate to. And maybe that's why this person is doing it a little at a time. Is there like, is it a yearly cap? I, or? I, I don't know if it's an electric cycle, but you could donate to political action groups who support the candidate. Uh-huh. Who? Ava Longoria. I don't know what her connection is necessarily. I, I mean, it is really... a hot, hotly contested race here in Missouri, right? But I just I'm wondering why she went. Ooh, I got to go to Missouri because and do maybe this. she thinks that the money's needed here in Missouri for the McCaskill campaign to beat Josh Hawley. I guess. I can't wait till it's all over. By <laughs> <now>. <laughs> I, uh, I, if I see, I haven't seen a political ad yet, but yeah, Claire McCaskill hates puppies. <laughs> Josh Hawley punches babies. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure I saw one the other day that just said, Josh Hawley. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell is this? Uh, Krabby Birthdays, Cardi B, 26. Jane Krakowski, that's Jenna Maroney on 30 Rock. She is 50. Luke Perry, 52. Sean Patrick Flannery. He's uh, Connor McManus from the Boondock Saints. He is 53. Joan Cusack is 56. And today's Burton Get the f*** out of here. Yep. Today's Burton birthday of the day. One of the rare instances where he personally, not part of the Mother Effin' Club, but as a duo, they are Hall and Mother Effin' Oates. Daryl Hall is 72. Today's porno birthday being brought to you by Patricia's Where Fun and Fantasy Meet is Brianna Blaze. Today's birthday girl, she's waved in more dudes than a third base coach in 49 fine films, including Feeding Frenzy, Volume 3, Inch Freaks, Volume 2, in a movie called Take That. Also in 12 on 1, and who could forget her unforgettable role in Seriously, Who Wants to Marry Me? Brianna Blaze, 34 years old. That's your porno birthday, crabby birthday, and that is your crap on Celebrity. it for us making way for Donnie Fandango. Right, if you would just shut down the freak of the week folks. It, it was an ass whooping. Okay. Ass whooping today. Yep. And we we knew this was this was the way it was going to shake out. No surprises here. None. All right, here we go. Again, this is the last week of new ads. Next week, playoffs. Shaking your head, Jeff? No, I think it's funny if you're looking at the name, the, the Scooby-Doo. The B is a, like a middle edition. <laughs> period after it. All right, in third place, uh, with 4% of your votes, it was nominee number one, Shooby-Doo. That's the guy who uh, took his uh, job, his paycheck, to a career, to an obsession. He wants you, another fellow, to come to his house, and he's going to try on shoes on your feet, and he's going to pop those dogs in his mouth and uh, run his toes, uh, in, yeah. or his tongue in between his uh, toes. All right. Yeah, was there, I remember. <laughs> And a second place with 18% of the votes, it was nominee number three, Wyatt Herb. That is a professional lover from Spain who uh, contacted, uh, contracted herpes at some point, and now he wants to uh, basically get revenge on your exes. So, no, so you hire him. Right, and he helps you get revenge on your exes. You hire him yeah. so he will uh, spread his special thing. <laughs> 
with whoever you want to contract it. <laughs> uh, and here, I mean, it was a it was a real ass kicking, not even close. With seventy eight percent of your votes, moving on to the next round of the Freak of the Year playoffs. It's nominee number two, Robert Crowney Jr. <laughs> Let me watch you labor. Man for woman, 51-year-old male, Varna, Bulgaria. Are you pregnant and open-minded? Can I watch? Looking to watch a live birth. And to be upfront and honest, it's because it turns me on. I'm not a doctor or scientist. And I'm just looking to watch you give birth the natural way so I can Joe while it happens. If you aren't okay with this, move on. Don't try to make me feel terrible. I'm not proud of it. I just love it. I've watched many births online and found that I get most excited when watching it in real life. If you are having an at-home or water birth, I am interested. But really prefer if you are doing it in a private hospital. Is filming it okay? I want that memory forever. Sinking someone between the age of 20, 35, dark hair, tan skin, very clean. I do love the blood and the aftermess, but do not like bad skin or smelly body issues. If your husband or boyfriend wants to be there, fine. I can deal with that, but I would really prefer that it was just us. Instead of them stomaching, the whole ordeal, let me enjoy it. The messier, the better. If your doctor is not okay with what I am wanting to do, I could maybe just wear baggy clothes and hide it. I really want to try and time it out so as your new one enters the world, I am crossing the finish line. <laughs> to every ending is a new beginning. Please. If you have any serious questions, email me. Thanks. All right, there you go. Your official Craigslist freak of the week. All right. Really All right. Robert Crowney Jr. <laughs> All right, events to tell you about uh, King Scott tomorrow, The Darkness, down in Soulard from 7 to 9 o'clock. Join Patrico Sunday at DB's in Soulard for some football beginning at noon. Blog and podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz Moon. Quick. Uh, you got to see this video of a kid getting scared out of his mind in a haunted car wash. May have been a little bit young for that. Uh, a couple got so drunk on their honeymoon, they actually bought the hotel and uh, and refurbished it. And apparently it's doing pretty well. That's a nice story, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then these aren't rich people either. Uh, American cheese is on his way out. Find out why. 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Thank you. Uh, Rachel Eat and Treat. Chesterfield Amphitheater, not this Saturday, next Saturday, the 20th. Get your tickets now. Five bucks to get in. Kids are delivering for free. All proceeds benefit Maryville University's Kids Rock Cancer. 1057thepoint.com slash eat and treat. All right, Donnie Fandango is in next. We leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day. Shouting out Tim Cotton one more time. He hey, is hey, from hey, St. Hey, Louis. Welcome to the family, And he wants brother. to hear this song. Bye, gum. All right, done it next. See you tomorrow. Bye. This is the Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry.